Welcome back to The Suspense is Killing Us. It's me, your co-host, Kevin Clark, over to my right, not across the table from me, yeah. Caddy Corner to me. Travis Vote, we're changing it up a little yeah. bit because we got a guest. And across oh. the across the table from me this time. It's me, it's Matt. Yeah, not Caddy Corner, Matt. Not this time. Mm. Caddy Corner from me, though, oh. oh my God, is me. You. Hi, Spencer. Hi. My name's Spencer. Spencer Hoyt. The right reverend Spencer Hoyt. <laughs> I used to live across the street. <laughs> That's where we found him. Yeah, I'm still. He still hangs out there. Uh, yeah, it's by uh, used to he means earlier on today. He was just kicked out of his house, and we figured maybe he'd we come podcasting today. Yeah, we, you can stay here for as long as the podcast goes, uh, and then so you're I'm gonna stretch it out extra long. He right? had on your ass. He had these rain ears, so we let him to yeah. do the we podcast. Can, we can all laugh about it now because it's in the past, and he brought beer. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he did yeah. bring beer. I was once I was pointing out to Kevin uh, that once again, whereas it sh- people who come on our podcast are doing <laughs> us a favor, maybe we should give them drinks, but they. T- They'd they often tend bring, to bring drinks booze. for us. Yeah. This yeah. is the third time this happened. Three out of the four a good precedent for you guys, really. You know, well, it's a great precedent. Yeah. It just doesn't make us seem all that good. But we we drink the drinks <laughs> and we love it. Well, yeah. we appreciate. Thank it. you very much. Spencer brought his own kind of like refrigeration unit too. Yeah, that's pretty that's cool. Right? You know, yeah. these a couple of these movies are in Florida. You live in Florida. You got one of these things oh, with you all man. the time. That's true. <laughs> I don't think they sell Rainier in Florida though. I don't really know. No, probably not. No, they probably have some fucking dipshit beer in Florida. Yeah, Everglade, yeah. Everglade beer. Oh, Everglade. <laughs> swamp, Gator, swamp Gator bait beer. Gator bait beer. <laughs> it's all white lightning. I have never been to Florida. Wow. Oh, you're really yeah. missing out. Really? You're missing out have, on Gator and, Farms. Has everybody else been to Florida? And meth. There's a lot of yeah. good when meth drove around the country, there. When we drove around the country, you know, it's like a, I, we went all the way, you know, kind of the outline. But, you know, Florida's America's wang. You don't really have to go to Florida. You can to, skip like, it. You can kind of skip no, it you can panhandle pretty easily. It. You can panhandle it. Yeah, we didn't end up panhandling. I think, the, pan, the, wang. I think the panhandle is the <laughs> worst part of Florida <laughs> from what I've heard. <laughs> That's where Vernon, Florida is, though. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. That's the, and as far as I know, that's the best part of Florida. Yeah, right? yeah Because there's a documentary like about it. I don't, uh, I don't think the documentary depicted it in a glowing light. No, no. It could no. be anywhere. <laughs> but Florida is uh, kind is like Vegas or something where it's like awesome and awful at the same time. And well, uh, if you drive right down the middle of it, like around the Orlando corridor, it's nothing but like a gator farms and extremely gigantic elaborate putt putt golf cart courses like you go into these putt putt golf courses and they're like the size of a like a they're like the size of discovery park or something like that and they're all just huge and, they're all, and built up and like because we talked about that on the new kids episode yeah, a lot say, of they're the all only Christmas other themed, the only right? other thing that they have there is that amusement park where those that family <laughs> killed those bullies but that's an actual <laughs> thing where there's like christmas yeah. there's like year-round christmas themed amusement parks there yeah and i thought yeah. it was like when i saw that movie the first time i was like this is bullshit and someone was like no that's a thing over there that's a and thing I'm like, in florida that, it's an amusement park economy a, yeah well, I, I think that's, that's like sure. their number one thing is amusement yep. parks, yep. Yeah. and then maybe like sorghum or something. <laughs> sorghum, <laughs> I just go yeah. sorghum here. <laughs> Who knows? Oh. Shady it, motels where Willem Dafoe works. <laughs> it's a dirt <laughs> state, though, and if you're from it, you're a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, if a, you're gonna check out Florida, you better go soon because that's the first state that's gonna sink. Gonna sink. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not. It's kind of already sank. I think. Florida like, goes first, and then LA gets detached from, uh, yeah, from then the that's state where the of California. Goes. That's where the prison goes. And then we goes. put the prison there. <laughs> <Yeah>. Big, <laughs> huge walls. <laughs> at what point does Manhattan become a prison before that, though, right? I thought. Oh, not yeah. at this point. Okay. The, the trajectory I think, uh, has changed. I think that turned around a little bit. Okay. History got uh, alternated. Mm-hmm. Alternated. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But New York was like third. So we escaped Judgment Day, but now Genesis is a thing. Genesis? Did you guys watch all the Terminator movies? I haven't. You know, it's not Gen- It's not Skynet anymore in the new one. It's not Skynet. No, it's like... Uh, it's Legion. 
Cool. They changed it. <laughs> like the TV show. I know. They just like, cool. They changed That's it. That's fucking rad. Because right. we all don't think that the, the word Skynet is fucking legendary. Right. Like a beautiful <laughs> piece of sci-fi I writing. Also, I also think that it's uh, that it's funny that they changed, that you know, whoever invented the, the evil killer AI that eventually destroyed humanity. Dyson? Not in this, Joe, not in this timeline. God, it's Joe not Martin? Dyson anymore. No, in the no, because no, in, in Terminator Two they stopped in dark. Yeah, in, right. in the new Terminator but, movie they changed the future, but Judgment Day still happened with a different AI, <sighs> and it's called Legion. So whoever invented this different AI named it after Satan, <laughs> 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 and then it's like shit. I had no fucking idea that was going to happen. They gotta fucking stop making these movies. Oh, Nobody bad. likes them ever. They just get worse and worse. You saw the new one, right? Yeah, this, and it's predictably the the best, air quotes, best one since Terminator 2, but I mean, I thought Gen- or, no, actually, it's not actually not as good as Terminator 3. I take that back. Terminator 3's got that cool car chase. Yeah, Terminator 3's good. This is not uh, as good. Uh, I don't know if I'd call it good, per se, I haven't but seen I thought like that car it. chase was cool. Yeah. I haven't seen the Christian Bale one. Oof. <sighs> Possibly I mean, the worst. They all have good qualities, but they're mostly, the, the other sequels are bad. Yeah, I, I don't know. They I would rather watch Terminator ripoffs than oh yeah, right? yeah. shocking dark. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a what's good one. What's the what's the one that's like a Predator Terminator ripoff? That's like uh, God. I feel like I saw that recently. We watched it at uh, Chili Night one time. Well, mm. fucking, I don't fucking remember. It's like got a robot guy running around the jungle. He's kind of like a half. He's like cross no. between Terminator and something else. Is it Solo? Not solo. <laughs> No, 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 no. It's like it's like a MVP? it's like a cheapo Italian uh, oh. one. Uh, fuck, I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, anyway, man. if you're listening to this, someone who knows, uh, let us know or don't. I let don't us know what the name of that movie we watched when we were drunk. Unless you're from, <laughs> unless you're from Florida, yeah. stop yeah. making Predator movies. Also, he, he, Jesus not, God, please stop making it. Predator movies. <laughs> I can't do it. There's two good ones, and that's it. Stop yeah, making alien it. movies, yeah. please. Stop Wait, making do you, Die do you Hard agree movies. With that though, you guys like Prometheus. And I like Prometheus, but I, Pro- I don't think I like it because of anything that has to do with alien. No. Okay. And like then I, Alien Covenant sucks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. I'm glad alien we can Coven- agree on that. Alien Covenant is garbage. I, I think that I think that Prometheus is. I was talking to someone about this yesterday, and they were like going through all the parts of Prometheus, like, and this part's dumb, and then like they do this, and I'm like, uh huh, uh huh, and then he got done talking, I was like, I still like it. It's yeah. like I like that it's like this big giant really goofy sleek haunted house movie dumb b movie that everybody in it like acts according to like the script screenwriter's whims I and mean, i like how i love how it looks and i love looks like great. there's certain sequences i just love in it and it was on in a bar without the sound and i was watching it one night and i was like this movie is great <laughs> i was just watching it i'm like this looks amazing but i don't I honestly can't. I'm not gonna like. Get, I can't get into a debate with someone but and like, go like this movie. Actually, it makes sense. All their behavior is totally but also normal. like people. People complain about like in that movie, like the astronauts are dumb. Uh, <laughs> there's too much bullshit that's trying to connect it to Alien and yeah. blah 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 blah. And like that movie is like pretty well crafted. It's fun to watch. Yeah. It's gorgeous. And then you watch Covenant. And it's like this is the movie you guys were complaining about, but now you like this. Yeah. The only good people started, liked Covenant. Yeah. Oh yeah. Some, people, some people, not very many. There's no, enough the, people. The best part in Covenant is the Fassbender is like mm-hmm. a, turned into like a mad scientist, and that's though. clearly like, the movie that Ridley Scott wants to make. But he's like, "Fine, I'll give you some fucking aliens." He's like, "Wanted to make he's a Australian weird, now, by the way." He wanted to make a weird <laughs> Hammer film, and then they're like, "Oh, but you have to put aliens." And he's like, "Okay." And Danny McBride for some reason. <laughs> what do you think of all this, Spencer? I uh, what did Elmore Leonard have to do with this script? Oh, oh, oh good boy. segue. Segue. Bring us back. Leave it to Spencer to bring us back yeah, to Earth. Yeah, just yeah. always want to talk about Elmore Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> we got to bullshit a little at the beginning, yeah. otherwise what's the point? 
tangents. Mm, it's, uh, I think we'll be lots of time. If you don't, to if you don't mind, too. Spencer, I was hoping we could do another twenty minutes on Prometheus, and then we'll get into it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I got us booked for twenty minutes on Prometheus, and then another twenty on uh, Covenant, and then we'll get well, to it. Well, we talked about Terminator. We should have been talking about RoboCop. I gotta yeah, say, that's true. We'll, Much better. I'm sure we'll be all doing, doing Robo, great oh, RoboCop. Well, they're making another Ro- RoboCop movie too, so yeah. it's fine. Wait, a RoboCop 2? They're making another RoboCop that ignores RoboCop 2 and 3 and is a direct sequel to the first one. So they're doing so a like Robocop, a sequel again. RoboCop RoboCop one, 2, 2 again. Yeah. We're doing we're doing a Peter Weller uh, movie in this episode uh, speaking of RoboCop. RoboCop. And I, I just want to warn you beforehand Spencer that our Peter Weller impressions are just going to be RoboCop impressions. That's uh, no. I think that's he kind of is doing Murphy and uh, I think that's just how he talks. Yeah. Yeah. Drop uh, but we're not starting with that. Movie. No. No, no. We're starting with well, a different well, we're doing, movie. We're doing, what are we're the doing three, we're three doing three Elmore Leonard movies. Uh, Elmore Leonard adaptations today. And and he he had a screenplay credit on all three of these yep. movies. Yep. So he yep. had a hand in writing them one he, to one degree or another. Uh, uh, yeah, I think in, I think he was like the main screenwriter on two of them, and then in the case of Cat Chaser, he was brought in to do like a do like a polish on the script, and a, allegedly, according he, to that, he, he like completely just, rewrote, he just rewrote the entire script. Yeah. Well, he oh, said wow. he didn't remember. He's like, I've written three books since then. I can't yeah, remember. They were like, they, they got the, they got the script back, and we're like, this is uh, different than your book. And he's like, well, what happened in my book? Yeah. And they're like, well, you don't <laughs> remember? And he's I like, I wrote other books after yeah. that. I don't. Elmore remember. Leonard has a lot of output. Elmore he, Leonard he, is he, probably my favorite author. So that's kind of why I wanted when Spencer mentioned this is I was one I'd been wanting to do with some uh, lesser I don't know that's lesser interesting Elmore my Leonard's, favorite author is Dostoevsky but whatever you know that's cool hey snobs <laughs> versus totally slobs fine. over here I guess uh, more Leonard he's got two he's first names author, the Russian master yeah Dutch Dutch Leonard right they call him Russian name? attack but you enjoy your little crime your little crime books I, that's great <laughs> I will you enjoy your well and Nabokov started. and Dostoevsky a tie <laughs> your dense symbolist tomes by the way by the way there is a Dostoevsky book over here that's that Travis uh, that Travis has had for like three years and has not I read. Not read a page <laughs> of it. Is it Karamazov? Yeah. yeah on bro, top of the, I found, I found it literally on the street. Book, it's good. You should read it. It was on the street, and it's I was good. like, I can't turn down a brothers, free book. Brothers Karamazov, Robo Apocalypse, and Joe Abercrombie. <laughs> That's Travis's, this is Travis's entire library. I've read one and a half of those. <laughs> Technically, he's been the sole custodian of my copy of Joe Hesterhaus's autobiography for a while too. It's been the centerpiece of this. Table I keep all of my while. Nabokov and Dostoevsky originals like locked away. They're very valuable. Yeah. They're yeah. hard. They're hard <laughs> cover first first printings they cost me thousands of dollars i, I yeah, take them out copy. i have to wear gloves when i handle them and stuff and tweezers <laughs> got a copy of pale fire wrapped in plastic in the freezer <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just hanging on for dear life well okay so, uh, our so first elmore leonard started elmore, yeah. writing westerns yeah that's yes. true. yeah and the and there were some movies uh the first adaptations that were any good of his were westerns yeah yeah but three, this isn't a western podcast but yeah 310 to yuma Pretend to Yuma, there's two adaptations, and that's that's a short story that's like four pages long, and yeah, they made two yeah. different feature length movies out of it. Yeah. <laughs> they made one really overstuffed one. Tall yeah. Key's pretty good. Yeah, Hombre, no Hombre. Yep, Hombre. Yeah, yeah. that's there a movie cool. adaptation wrote, of that one. He wrote the screenplay yeah, for yeah, Joe Kidd. He wrote, he wrote it. Joe Kidd. It. Yeah, uh, Paul Newman. Uh, Hombre. Right. Wow. Yeah. I don't see uh, that. Mr. Majestic. Mr. Majestic, which was kind, watermelon I he, farmer. I think Not he, a western, but I think he wrote the screenplay. First, and oh. then wrote the book. Okay. Interesting. I haven't read that. I haven't read that one. I've read a ton of Elmore Leonard. Uh, he's just he's great. He's got a shit ton of books. Get yeah. Elmore, Leonard, Elmore Leonard had a kind of renaissance after Tarantino hit the scene. Yeah, and, and they had a they bunch sh- of high profile Elmore Leonard adaptations. They Those share were some the best stuff, ones. and they kind of. Uh, 
there's a lot of similarities and i read a fair amount of elmore leonard books and yeah. a lot of things are similar and like tarantino he's kind of got this shared universe thing yeah. going yeah, yeah. people show up another one well stick he, is this, the movie the first movie we're gonna do well we'll just say what the movies we're gonna do stick, stick. 52 pickup and cat chaser stick I, I haven't seen a single one of these the first episode no. where i haven't seen a single one of the movies. Uh, yeah, did I'd, you read any I'd of them seen stick. oh no Wait, i've read i read stick i think at some point but i might be because the first book i believe <clears> that he's that character stick is in is called swag and right and stick I in swag, and he's I, not a made the main character, but he goes to jail at the end. Yeah, and in stick, he's getting out of jail at the beginning. So this is this movie is like a sequel to this other book. Wow. <laughs> the mob took his money, killed his best friend, then set him up as the fall guy. I want him to take it. Play around with those people. You're gonna get hurt. They're playing a deadly game. He owes me five thousand dollars. And he's not about to be the loser. Because if you get him mad, you can be sure of one thing. Give me a hand! He's going to get even. We, we're not, but we're, yeah, so we picked these maybe we picked these ones because two, uh, towards the end of the 90s, there were like some real great Elmore Leonard adaptations. Uh, mm-hmm. Starting with Get Shorty, which is arguably not the greatest, but it's still fun. That one that Brett Ratner it did. Kinda, <laughs> well, Others. what which are we was, talking about? Which one did Ratner do? Uh, the, the Big Bounce. The Big Bounce. That's not Ratner. Oh. That's George Armitage, who did Ar- Gross Ar- Point Ar- Blank. Yeah. And which one did Brett Ratner do? None. George Armitage did uh, Gross Point Blank and Miami Blues. Yeah. Why and, do I think that that one bounce. is a Brett Ratner But the Big Bounce didn't quite work. It feels like a... No, but we're talking... I mean, the good, the great ones are, of course, Out of Sight and Jackie Brown. Get right. Shorty was fun. And, and Get Shorty. And those are the three. Those are like kind of where it was like, oh, Elmer Out of Sight's like one of the best movies. And Jackie Brown are a couple of the best movies and ever made. The yeah. Tarantino deal was, I think, Lawrence Bender optioned three Elmore Leonard books with the idea for Quentin Tarantino to okay. do them. And that's where Jackie Brown came from. Right. Which is freaking great. Changed the book yeah. a little bit. But I read that book. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, Out of Sight. And then the third one was Kill Shot. Terrible. Which is awful. The book is great, though. That's the most. That's the most recent uh, book I've read. It's, it's from fucking, the director of Shakespeare in awesome. Love, <laughs> yeah, uh, John John Madden. Madden? Yep. Yeah. I haven't also, football coach. coach. A lot of football. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. football yeah. coach. Yeah. Refused football to fly. Game. Famously refused to fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he made a couple Artie uh, Eck movies. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Very yeah. weird. What a career <laughs> that he had. <laughs> yes. Uh, John Madden. But you read a John Madden book and you're like, or John Madden book. You, <laughs> Elmore you, Leonard. Did you John Madden? You read Elmore Leonard book. He's at the fifty. The ten. Uh, wow, that football. guy's fast. That guy's fucking fast. <laughs> yeah. So you hear how fast he went from the 50 to the 10? The fastest. He's at the 50, the 10. He's in another city now. He's flying. But I think people read those Elmer Leonard books and you're like, this dialogue's great. These yep. characters are interesting. Like, even his bad, his, a lot of times the bad guys are more interesting than the good guy. Yeah. The good guy maybe doesn't want to be the good, maybe doesn't even realize he's the good guy. Yeah. And uh, in the dialogue, it, you know, it's like, hey, this is practically this movie's making himself, yeah. but they fucked it up. They rarely made a good Elmore Leonard movie. Yeah, they maybe yeah. made three, yeah. the three we talked about, and the rest are pretty shitty. They made some yeah. all right TV movies. TV um, this one we're going to talk about, I think, it's okay, but also it they like Leonard isn't happy with it, and Burt Reynolds isn't happy with it either because they no. reshot yeah. like the second half no. of the movie and stuff. Well, but. and we'll get to the second one is the one I, I actually fucking kind of love. Yeah, but uh, um, we'll get oh, to that. God Almighty! And then one of them is one of the worst movies that we've done on this, uh, <laughs> on this podcast, and I guess we'll uh, talk so, about that. So, well, so, so let's, let's get let's, started. Let's get, and let's, oh. and uh, stick. Well, we're going to start with stick, we'll start right? With stick, and yep. then, I think this is the first actor director movie y'all done on the show. That sounds that sounds promising. 
It is, yeah. And, and we're starting with weird. Burt Reynolds. And Burt Reynolds, <laughs> famous uh, auteur. Burt Reynolds, uh, I think he was an idiosyncratic filmmaker. He made a, some good movies. A more Sharky's Machine Sharky's is Machine. awesome. Which one? A more but interesting like, director than you'd think. Besides yeah. this one and Sharky's Machine, what are the other good the ones end? That he did? The End's pretty great. With Don uh, DeLuise. Gator, and, uh, Gator, I'm like, and Gator. Gator. And he did Gator. Did he direct Gator? Shakespeare in Love 2. I love Gator. I think Gator is better than White Lightning. I think they're both great. But Gator is like one of the greatest like Vanity Project dipshit sequels of all time. Man, that yeah. really sells it. Oh, it's awesome, dude. You, it has a theme song. Jerry Reed is the bad guy. I actually think it's, it's from what I remember, I liked it more than White Lightning. Oh, it's better than yeah, White yeah, Lightning. Yeah, yeah. much better. Yeah. Uh, it's because, yeah. And uh, when he does this, he's kind of a hangout director. Like yeah. his best movies are sort they of have like this weird leisurely pace, movies, which and, is and which would be a good match with the uh, Elmer Leonard stuff because a lot of his books are sort of this, hangout. This captures that for, for about a, half of for it. For a lot of it, yeah. Well, like yeah. a lot of the beginning of this is pretty like cool, lazy Florida hangout stuff, and it's kind of like him. It's like Burt Reynolds slowly integrating himself into the lives of these people he's trying to like get revenge for his friend getting killed at the beginning but there's a lot of him just hang- them hanging out at bars him like pulling pranks he's, where he lights a guy's butt on fire yeah, he's the happiest viciously beating a guy who, who kind of didn't deserve that much of a beating no or, I would say pretends he's gonna set him on fire Is he sets his butt on fire and then slams his head into the bar oh yeah like, that's at the very beginning I'll, I'll uh, explain <laughs> like so so the opening part his stick gets his basically getting, it's like out of sight he's getting out of jail and trying to get his, well, uh, his life he's, back he's together like, right He's on a train, but he just got out, right? But he's recently just—I think he's also just gotten out of jail. Yeah, he's gotten out. He's just got out of prison, and so he's—and they put him on a train, I guess. Well, I think—I think he just got out of jail and was like. I'm I don't ride the rails. No one's on there to pick him up, and he's like, uh, doesn't have any money. And he meets up with his. Burt friend. Reynolds looks, by the way, looks great at the beginning of this with his he's like his with beard. beard and shit. He's got a bunch of looks in this too. Yeah, yeah. Well, then, we get the Burt Reynolds mustache reveal, yeah. hero uh-huh. scene. Well, and then the, she, and then she, someone even goes, "You look, oh, you look good." Like, and that's <laughs> when he shaves himself. He gets like a pink members-only jacket. Yes, and like love yellow it. tinted. The, the Paul Newman yellow tinted sunglasses. There's also a part where he's like jogging, and he's got like a thing that's very similar to the like. Like uh, the sleeveless deal he's wearing in in uh, Deliverance, in Deliverance. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, does he just own a bunch of those? Cut off, he's got the cut off shorts <laughs> yeah, for yeah. his uh, workout for montage, he, and he's working out a lot in this movie. Yeah. He's in very yeah. good shape, and he wants you to know it. Uh, but like, so he, so the first thing he does, he goes to this bar with his with his buddy. Oh, uh, oh, in the bar, I was trying to figure out the bartender there. A uh, female bartender wearing a really tight tank. That's top. Shirley MacLaine's daughter. Tight, it, really? really? Yep. Wow. And on didn't the way, they date? No, it's uh, maybe. I, don't I think know. Burt Reynolds might have dated the way the shirt was fitting on her. I thought, and I'm I'm gonna swear go. a lot. I thought it was, it, I thought it said Cunty Nelly's bar. <laughs> I'm assuming it didn't. <laughs> the way it curved. No, it's it's dirty Nelly's, okay. oh. but That's it's D- way better than Cunty Nelly's. It's D. It's D U R T Y, and it's kind of in cursive, and it's. Like on oh, her dirty, on her boobs. dirty, dirty. So oh. and the, and it's the way the R looks like an N. So maybe it's Dunty. Did we mention this fucking takes place in Florida? Florida? Yeah. Okay. Florida, we, I don't know. Two of these movies take place in Florida, and uh, one of them in. De- De- no, it's just in L.A. Yeah. So there, anyway, so there's famous. There's Shirley oh. MacLaine's daughter and uh, Carrie Fisher's uh, <coughs> half sister. Uh, which Eddie one is she? For, uh, that's Burt Reynolds' his daughter. daughter. And Patrick, oh, that's and, her. And Patrick yeah. Bergen's daughter. <laughs> wow. <laughs> But uh, I like I like the way that he he me- right. he meets yeah, he, he meets the waitress at the and the the dude sitting next to him at the bar is like flirting with the waitress. Well, he's he's being a like a really mo- a real movie sleazebag. Yeah, he's yeah, got like yeah. a lit, uh, like a very written sleazebag stuff. And he says, "Ever been to?" He's talking to he's kind of just talking to everybody at the same time. Ever been to Lauderdale before? You know what goes on there? 
a million little chicks. Peach fuzz. And then the lady gives him his drink and he goes, thanks, honey, you have a beautiful ass. And then uh, uh, I don't see point, what's wrong with any of this. At a certain point, he, he's being a total sleazebag and then uh, Burt Reynolds like, like lights up Lights something on fire. He so lights a book of it's, a, it's a trick he does like three or four times in the movie where he lights a book. Yeah, entire he's kind book of a of pyro. He lights an entire book of matches to like do a thing. Yeah, and he, he says to his buddy, he "Goes this guy's got, he's got short, short eyes. eyes." Yeah, and his buddy's played by a guy that was in the movie Short Eyes. He calls uh-huh. he calls people's <laughs> blank eyes a couple times. He yeah, calls he's a guy got bunny, bunny eyes. eyes. Also. Prison term. But so he I thinks that assume. this short eyes guy. Short eyes is a prison term. It means yeah, yeah. you like to fuck kids. Is, oh, and the, is and, a pedophile. And this and is so, also nine thirty in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> nine thirty in the morning. Yeah, and so Burt Reynolds just basically like after setting his ass on fire, slams his face into the fucking bar like eight times. He does it like once. And you're like, all right, this guy's, you know, yeah. a perv. And then he does it like four more times. And you're like, okay. My favorite thing about dead? this, though, is that so he beats the shit out of this dude for talking dirty to the to the waitress. And he's like, this guy's got short eyes. I think he's uh, into little girls. Mm-hmm. And then later when Burt Reynolds like cleans up and comes back to the bar, the same waitress is there. And yeah, she's like, you're so handsome. You're that and, guy like, they that totally killed that they guy. They totally flirt. And he's like, and, and he also says that she reminds him yeah. of his daughter. Remind me of my daughter. And then, but he doesn't say it to her. He says it to his buddy. Why'd you beat that guy up? Well, she reminds me of my daughter. And then later she's like, you're so handsome. And they like, start you're flirting. A, no, he tells her he that. Says, he goes, says that he to her. Too. Then. He goes, you yeah, after, me of, you after he's like, yeah, you're really pretty today. And, uh, you know, he starts talking would, all sweet would, to her. I would argue that the flirting Burt Reynolds, uh, freshly shaven, handsome, very handsome Burt Reynolds does later in the movie is is like is like nice kind of like she's flirting. She starts she's flirting with him. Yeah. Yes. To start with this. I mean, this guy, I'm everybody's not, flirting the, with the him. movie. The guy in the beginning is a very movie. He's like one of right. those guys who in a movie who sits down and is like talking to the other guys. He's like, hey, you like the tits on her and the ass and all that stuff. Right, guys. Are you guys are with me? We're all guys here. Right. And you're like, boy, Ugh. it'd be great if someone kicked my ass. I'm a real piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, is that going to happen in a few seconds? Boy, this keeps happening everywhere I go. Like, so, I want to see the movie about that guy where everywhere he goes, he's like, right, guys. And then everybody <laughs> Beats He's like, up, why does this keep fire. happening? He's kind of like the shitty third accomplice in 52 pickup a little bit, too. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> well, I had it coming, you got to admit. Uh, that guy seems jerky, to have a reason to exist. The jerky exist. guy? Yeah, the, the porno guy. Jerky? He seems to have a reason to exist outside of the war- the few scenes he's in. Yeah. Though. There's, like, there's a pretty funny line. So, like, after they have to get out of the bar, after Burt Reynolds nearly murders yeah. this guy, and uh, oh, and he's oh. driving with his friend, and and he's just and, he, and his friend's kind of, like, flipping out that he just committed this <laughs> act of violence is the day that he got out of prison. And he goes, what do you... He goes, the guy's an asshole or whatever, and his friend goes, what are you going to do, bang every asshole that says something? Yeah. You'll be banging assholes every five minutes. That's a lot of assholes. <laughs> and you're like, well, this movie's pretty fun. <laughs> he's mad at him, too, for almost, for committing a violent crime as soon as he gets out of prison. He's like, by the way, we're going to go pick up this drug money. Yeah, yeah. And now yeah. let's do drug now deals. Now let's go do crimes. <laughs> but I do like this whole first part of the movie. Like, I mean, there's an action scene coming yeah. up, but like, it's pretty, very Elmore Leonard-y. It's just sort of hanging out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's also the kind of thing, too, where like in his books often there's like here's this guy and sometimes they're bank robbers and they're proactive often it's like this where they're like I'm not really looking to get into trouble Yeah, I'm gonna get into trouble like you know pretty soon it's like through a friend of a friend of a guy and it's kind of like well they can't escape this world because it's the only thing that he knows so of course he gets out of prison his only friends are criminals and he's like I'm out of prison for a day let's go do some crimes I shouldn't I probably shouldn't but okay yeah recidivism (laughs) repeat offender (laughs) so his friend takes and this is right away I get confused in this scene so they meet up they meet up with Durning. D- uh, Durning and uh, what's his name? Mo- Mo- uh, Not Mo- yet. 
Oh, they meet up with Dern. No, no, they do meet up with Durning there. and Dart. Is it Dar Robinson? Dar Robinson, the famous stuntman, celebrity stuntman, legendary guy who like palled around with McQueen and Reynolds. If you want to get your like legendary stuntman status, hang out with those fucking guys. He does a Fairchild. This was his girlfriend for a while. Burt Reynolds and Burt Reynolds, like, I mean, they had this part. This was a for him. He like hand. He wanted because he was a stuntman buddy of his, and he so he like they kind of wrote this part for yeah. him. And Pro- it sucks was, was it because he, he was so racist? Well, he, he <laughs> I wrote this racist, just, this explicitly racist character for he you. He also man. does but he one of the falls. Shortly, he died shortly after this. Yeah, yeah, in a car accident. Well, yeah. one of the falls that he does in this movie at the time was like the biggest decelerated fall of all. Like in, in movie oh, history. Oh, the one at the end when he's, he's shooting? shooting into it's the air? It's fucking, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's one of the biggest fall. Yeah. I, like at the time, it was like the longest fall ever. And then, I yeah, watched he, that like three times. He died shortly yeah. thereafter, this like working on another movie. He hit a turn. Million dollar mystery. He hit a turn oh, really? at speed and, and drove his motorcycle right off a cliff. Oh, this was making the movie? Yeah. Oh, I'd read that he died in an unrelated accident. Yeah, that was a million-dollar mystery. I mean, yep, that yep. sucks that he died, but that's fucking awesome. Tom <laughs> Bosley's awesome uh, million-dollar mystery. Yep. But he's yeah. but he's good in this, and I f- it's it's hey, like one of those really- things where it's like sad because Burt Reynolds, I think, was like, like I think he wanted to act, and Burt Reynolds is his buddy. He's like, oh, I'll get you a good a good part as this and, like fucking mean mean ass heavy, a great Elmore Leonard villain too. Oh, and yeah. he looks oh, yeah. really weird. He's albino, cowboy with bunny eyes, and he drives like an is. Zuzu Trooper, yeah, with a show, roll bar. Trust which me, which they show a lot. He's like lot. a, a yeah. true, like one of those like uh, guys that pops up in Elmore and Letter books all the time. That's just like a pure psycho that you're like. Everybody kind of is like this guy, whatever. And you're like, this guy will fucking murder all of you. There, yeah. There's basically all his, his. He has these villains that are like one step away from Anton Chigurh, right? Yeah. They're like except Chigurh is smart, but his guys are always like more dangerous because they're a little bit dumb. They're dangerous to themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. They're usually yeah, yeah. like. Here's the main bad guy. I'm gonna take care of this stuff yeah. to the next level. Yeah, and the boss is gonna be. Well, and this really guy's like the third bad guy. He's like below yeah. Durning, and he's like at Durning's behest. And the uh, who's the third? The, the, the Santeria voodoo, yeah, yeah, yeah. voodoo villain, the Scorpion Man. The, right. Yeah. There's the, also a. I mean, that's kind of like Shane Black always has. Like he's got his main bad guy, but then he's got the dangerous. The guy's dangerous psycho henchman is always like the heavy, yeah. like Gary Busey and Lethal Weapon, oh, or yeah. like or like. Uh, yeah. uh, Taylor Negron would, in Last Boy oh Scout is great. God, yes. I would be shocked if uh, Shane Black has not read. Oh, all of course. Books. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, well, there are Shane Black's a, a legendary crime. I mean, crime like, fiction I would fan. say, Nice Guys and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang are yeah. two of the best Elmore Leonard adaptations that aren't Elmore Leonard. Actually, based on Elmore Leonard. Yeah, yeah. Like, albino yeah. hitman in the Nice Guys. Yep, yep, that's true. Oh, wow. Fuck. <laughs> but More yeah, influential. The, and in the scene, you also get to meet. Charles, Charles Durning, Charles, yeah. not, and not Durning. our only appearance of Durning, and I love him. I love him in both of the movies, both he's, this one which I liked, and the movie that I fucking hated. Durning he's, down the he, house. He pretty much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Durning, if they could have stuck Durning in Fifty Two Pickup, I know. Oh my god, that would be. I think Durning should be in fucking. Durning every should have played yeah. the Roy Scheider part of Fifty Two. Yeah, no, that would have been. <laughs> I can see Durning being his like work buddy yeah. guy, or the third, the third yeah. guy in the in the conspiracy. These are the also. kind of these are the yeah. kind of movies that are perfect for like character actors like that too like, like there's Durning. roles like that where you're just right. like Charles Durning he's got these like ridiculous fake the f- eyebrows he's a ginger shit. he's got the I, David Ferry eyebrows David Ferry yeah, yeah, so yeah. they defrock me <laughs> yeah he looks I, exactly it's, like it's, him uh, it's fucking Baron Harkonnen yeah. from Dune <laughs> yes uh, Kenneth, <laughs> Kenneth McMillan yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, and he's got a. He always wears neon. He, uh, at one point, Burt Reynolds goes, "You see a fat guy in yeah. a Hawaiian shirt." Spencer's wearing a Hawaiian I'm, I'm shirt. A, by I'm, the way, I'm a fat guy in a Hawaiian shirt for this. But <laughs> Spencer's uh, wearing a Hawaiian shirt over uh, one You're of so our much shirts. More you can than buy that, the Spencer. He's wearing a. He's wearing a one of our uh, five one of our and fabulous and four and a half Douglas shirts. Go to our Spreadshirt shop and buy some merch. It looks, anyway, it looks really good. Yeah. <laughs> I got rated uh, four and a half Douglases. It does look good. I'm gonna. I might get one. Who we got here? Is it Black Rain? What's the? F- I don't. I don't remember the middle one. I believe is uh, Fatal Attraction. No, the one in the end I think is Fatal Attraction, oh. and then the game is next to that. Definitely the game. I made this shirt a while ago. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, buy a shirt. But but Durning is uh, what's his name? Ja- Jackie. I don't. Uh, he's got kind of a funny yeah. name. But the thing, yeah, he has a he has like a weird last name. He's got a funny name in the other one that we're going to talk about. Uh, yeah. Jig Scully is the other one, but I yeah. can't remember. But and he but he's got this matching neon boombox radio too right. that he's seen with a lot. Like he's set up. He's got his accoutrements. Like he should be a little action figure. Yeah. Be so such when good. he's and he's the villain. So so you got the you got the Dar Robinson is like the scary Chucky. the scary Chucky. the scary heavy that's like. Like this guy's this guy's like don't mess like don't fuck with this guy this guy's gonna fuck you up and then there's the other guy who's sort of the big drug ping, kingpin we haven't met yet and then Chucky is like the guy who's like the middleman who's like I got he like he knows all the angles but he's actually like the guy everybody's like well we're gonna kill him first if anything goes down you're yeah, you're yeah. doomed he's kind of a very <laughs> similar character in this in Cat Chaser where he's kind of like he's uh, smart his character he's in Cat Chaser is smarter a bad guy. Yeah, yeah his character in Cat Chaser is smarter but he's like a bad guy that people kind of underestimate exactly uh, well they, they I think they they aren't underestimating probably him probably because he looks like Charles Durning he's overestimating him his own worth in this one that's true like he's the, constantly like in scenes people are like you did you fucked up again he's like hold on I'll uh, unfuck it up somehow. Nah, he's, he's got that great scene, and my TV's kind of dark. I couldn't really tell what he's doing, but he's meeting the other bad guy we haven't met yet, but jumping ahead a little bit. He's kind of like laying on the floor. Yeah, he's got a laptop. And he's got like a laptop in 1985. Yeah, it's like a huge, freaking... chunky laptop. And he's like, yeah. it's basically a basically, calculator. And he's like and reading kind... off all the, 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 basically like, here's the books for our criminal and conspiracy. He's kind of like laying on his, <laughs> yeah. on the floor, like leaning on his elbow. And I think, Sexy. and he's like, you should get some chairs in here. And he's like sitting on this weird, like, he's like lying on this. Is it, a, is it supposed to be a reference to the Burt Reynolds? Famous Burt Reynolds poster. <laughs> oh, I, that might be a gag. Yeah, like a like a gag. You know. But then like, he goes. He says to the guys, oh. like, you know, uh, you should get some chairs in here. And, the, and like nobody says anything for a beat. And he just goes, well, I guess not. <laughs> yeah, God, he's so good in this so, movie. Durning is great in it. And he's and he's, he's look. He's, it's hard to explain his look. Just look it up. It's yeah. fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like you see him and you he, start laughing and you're like, this guy. And then you, yeah, he's great. He's got no fear. Durning's, no fear. Durning's always so he sends. Great. So he sends them. He sends a uh, uh, stick and his buddy go off uh, to do this drug deal. By the uh, way, I it was does not uh, go well. I was sort of well, hoping that his name was just Stick and we wouldn't no, find out anything Stick more. Ernest, about it, but Ernest his name Stick, is Stick, Stickley. Ernest Stickley, which is pretty great. Ernest Stickley Stick Jr. Is his, Stick is his, I believe he's a junior uh-huh. as well. Oh my! Do you remember when? Uh, like Stick we haven't, we haven't met George Siegel yet, but later George uh. Siegel's like, "Hey, what do you call a boomerang that doesn't come back? <laughs> it's a stick." George Siegel is fucking awesome in this too. Possibly my favorite. Part he of the is, movie. He is just yelling. Yeah. yeah. He is only ever yelling, and that's the only way. That's how I always yelling, remember him. He's yelling dad jokes too. all the time. <laughs> Lovable, lame, lunatic. I don't know. It's he's a really fun character. <laughs> so yeah, this but, movie has a lot of characters in it. I hadn't yeah. thought about that. So <laughs> they meet, and here's the first part that doesn't make any sense. It's like an exchange for money. It's two cars. 
Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds isn't it, supposed to be there. Right. And he hangs out in the car with uh, Moki. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And his buddy goes, and for whatever reason, the buddy's going to give some, I don't know if there's Cubans, it's money, Puerto it's money Rican, for drugs. drugs. Uh, I don't remember it's where they're give from. going to give him some sorry. money. And then... And then Moki is shoots his buddy like right in front of Burt Reynolds. The deal, the deal is yeah. no. The deal is it this makes no sense. They Charles were, Durning is trying to rip off the drug money. Moke is his henchman. He's sending those two guys. Moke's job is to kill them, kill everybody, yeah. burn it. Say the bad. The other guys stole the money. Yeah, and that's it. Because um. the main, the main, main bad guy uh, whose name I forgot. If somebody wrote it down, Nestor Hector or N- something like yeah, that. Yeah, Nestor. He's he's, uh, he's not there. It's like his henchmen are there. Mm-hmm. No, but and if so, that's the plan, he should have killed Stick for. Well, Stick Stick's isn't Stick isn't supposed him. to be there. Like but they're, they're just hanging out with the guy. Yeah, he's like, we're hey, hanging man. out. You want to come to this drug yeah. deal with me? <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing it. Well, then else. we wouldn't have a movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, I would say it's a bad plan, but that's what the plan is. Yeah, that's this is all. Plan. This is all stuff that I just like when I'm watching movies like this. I'm just, I don't fucking care. Well, like it's this, like this crime. This movie is no. really set up Some with crime like, stuff. Uh, like when Candace Bergen shows up, I feel like he, Burt Reynolds gives her a look, and they're like. She's like, I'm the female lead. Like, I'm the male lead. Yeah, we're probably gonna fuck later. <laughs> we're both so, attractive. They're, they're whole, you know, that you're whole, attractive. I'm attra- like, I don't know how much we're gonna. I don't know how much we're gonna talk about that. But that whole section of the movie just feels so feels so perfunctory. Like, you yeah. could cut that out. The movie would be better and it's, shorter. It's like a romance. There's like, well, a, and, a, but it's legit. not. But it, and they they wind it up with the closing credits. Like, yeah, like, yeah. In <laughs> they end they end with that, and you're like, oh, it's I was so supposed weird. to give a shit about that part. Like, there's just a solid chunk that's just sort of Bert and Candace like romancing each other. I feel like that's the reshoot part of the movie. It has Maybe. to be because it, yeah. yeah, at the end it, it ends with an action finale and then it credits roll and you're like, what happens with the romance? Oh, and then they just show a bunch of scenes where they're like, oh, yeah. they're together. Because Candace well, Bergen's character is like never involved in any of in it, anything. He just wanted for... to get some romance. In well, there. no, there is the one scene where like they're trying to do, they're trying to get uh, George that Siegel to invest good. in their drug deal, but they're pretending it's something else, and then she like shuts them all down. Yeah, that low, was the low, movie. Low the movie they're doing the <laughs> movie. It's Cowboys yeah. versus yeah, yeah. Aliens. The movie and yeah. it's right. Alex Rocco shows when yeah. I saw Alex Mo Rock- Green. Yeah, when he's in the opening credits, I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" And yeah. he's just in one one scene. It was great too. That part reminded me of uh, Get, Get Shorty because it was like yeah. that guy yeah. was like, "Oh, this is like the Hackman character in Get Shorty." Yeah. He was like, yeah. "Hey, I'm in here with these criminals. I'm like you guys, right?" And you're like, "You'd be murdered." <laughs> <laughs> Burt Reynolds like blows every sets the well, sugar it's in a sugarcane field. Fucking this stunt, this whole this, this whole scene awesome. is fucking awesome. This awesome. is cool. Yeah, yeah where they yeah. blow, he blows, he ends up blowing up the car, and he's like they chase him into the sugarcane, and he lights another pack of matches. Yeah, this is where yeah. we're like twenty minutes into the movie, and he's already Good lit like two books of matches. He light lights this can, on, and it's great. He's like outrunning the fire and there's like these stuntmen like outrunning the fire and getting caught in the flames and the, yeah. and it's like this wide shot of the whole thing like blowing up and there's and a, like, there's a shot fucking, where there's like the stuntmen great pyrotechnics in this yeah, so really there's cool. a shot when they're like they're, they blew the thing up and then like it's a conflagration in this like dry field yeah. and there's stuntmen in there and you're like that doesn't look safe <laughs> yeah. like that looked yeah, like no. if they hadn't been lucky one of those guys could have died or been burned burned a bunch but I mean but, but, but Reynolds is like a big he's like a stuntman he's, guy. he's stuntman. like a stuntman Man, he's yeah. Hooper, Hooper, yeah. Hooper. So I mean, so it's like awesome because you like you go into this going like, well, Burt Reynolds directed it. He's like okay with some of this stuff. He's he's a solid he's a solid director. Yeah. But like you're you're like I know there's gonna be some fucking great stunts because there's that and yeah. then there's the the, the falls at the end. Yeah, there's two falls, awesome. but the especially the one with the 
Uh, Both of them are good, but Dara Robinson's one's really good. That's fucking great. But it is one of those movies where a lot of it is, like uh, Spencer said, like a hangout movie, and it's very casual and laid back, and then then something will fucking blow up, or someone will get mowed down by a machine gun, and you're like, oh, right. It's like... It's it's kind of technically an action movie, I guess. It, like, almost captures, like, what the the two great, like, late 90s Elmer Leonard movies capture perfectly out of sight and Jackie Brown is like the hangout thing and they mm. don't neither of those turn into like shoot 'em ups but in the 80s they were it seemed like they were like well you know we can't have this book I don't know how the book stick goes I don't remember but like I'm pretty sure it doesn't end with a whole bunch of machine gun <laughs> stuff and like a and like a big like 80s action scene where right. one, one guy kills nine people like usually his books end like in these anti-climaxes where they're like there's a big setup and you're like oh what's gonna happen what's gonna happen and the killer gets like shot in the head and you're like oh Oh he's, oh, he's done. Oh, he's done. They got him. In the, and in the end, <laughs> as I'm sure Tarantino saw this movie, in that end yeah. shootout, there's a part where one of the henchmen, he has like a big ass machine gun, yeah. just like a uh, motherfucking. Uh, uh, what Sam Jackson's talking about? No, no. Uh, um, <laughs> in in uh, Pulp Fiction, when oh, yeah. oh, yeah. comes in. Oh, and yeah. He's, yeah. he's got the Uzi. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same deal. Yeah. He comes in. The guy's making a sandwich. Yeah. 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 And, Dude's just got an Uzi. Yeah, and Stick's like, well, I'll grab this Uzi. Yeah. Is it an Uzi? I don't remember uh, what he's got in this movie. It's like something like that. Yeah. It, when the, I was when I was like 10, we would just call a gun that looked like that an Uzi. Yeah. It could be a Mac, a Mac 10, 10 or something. Possibly. I don't fucking know. Yeah. I, don't remember what it, I don't remember what it looked like. It's a big, but it's, it's so, one of those big, it's like, so uh, the same, like, it's just laying on the counter. Yeah. yeah. Guy's not there. Yeah. And Stick, like, what was he going to use, a pack of matches? Like, he comes in to yeah, meet yeah. the bad guys, and he doesn't really have any plan. <laughs> it's the same it's, when the guys... It's very uncaring, like like that explosion part. It's yeah. all kind of like this movie's been this certain way, and then a guy's just taking on, eight, like, a, yeah. like, ten guys with a machine gun? What the that's, fuck? That's definitely the But the explosion stuff. the explosion yeah. part at the beginning works, because that's, That is like, at least part of because what's Because it, like, happening. feels like... And it feels like he's, like, use, he's using his smarts, and he lights it on fire, yeah, and yeah. he's escaping, and that's, like, oh, it's a, him using his wits to get away. The ending is, like... <laughs> This like thing where it's like, whoa! Some people they need shot. to have a machine. They, they watched like it like they, they showed a cut in. to some producers and yeah. they said, "Put more machine guns in it." Yeah, well, they, yeah. it seems they showed like it to they, Jennings Lang. They tried to turn it into pictures. more of a Burt Reynolds. What would have been considered a Burt Reynolds picture at right. the time? Because up until then, it's like, yeah, the hangout thing. That whole middle part of the movie, less about the romance with Candace Bergen, but just like he's like he's a George Siegel chauffeur yep. and like doing security at his rich people parties and he stuff. He warms his way into with George Siegel because George Siegel is is like tangentially buddies with Chucky. Yeah, and so and he's trying to get revenge. Uh, Essentially, for, for Chucky killing, for Chucky his, killing his, 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 buddy. his buddy, and that's pretty his much people. it. Yeah. yeah, and that's and the like this middle of it's just him hanging out and him like becoming friends with like the and Charles the, Durning, the butler who's like who's at first is like man fuck you man don't yeah. you fucking call me don't call, don't me, call me yeah uh, he calls him a clown he's like you wearing that clown suit don't you call me a fucking clown and, and he goes yeah. I'll clown I'll, I'll clown all over your and ass I love if it. you fuck with me <laughs> I love it pretty cool I love it and then their roommates and then their roommates and then that guy like takes a fucking bullet for a stick later on and is like fucking kill those guys yeah. he's not dead he doesn't die i also like the part when when he's uh when he's showing him around and, and at this point burt reynolds has met candace bergen and he's the dude showing him around the the house he's like here's where you stay and and he's like where does where does that hot lady stay right here down the hall and he's like right here down the hall yep right here he's like 
right here. And my stay there, yeah, right. Yes, they, they go over it like four times. It's like you kind of want Burt Reynolds to just come out and go like, so I can walk down here and fuck her, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's kind of what he does. That's kind of like what he I, does. Yeah. He walks by the door and he's like, all right, I guess it's an hour and 20 minutes into this movie. We yeah. should do some Should fucking. we bone? It's a Let's Burt Reynolds movie morning. directed well, by a Burt they, Reynolds. Well, they also they bone laid. after a night of drinking Campari and sodas. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know what Campari is. Yeah. He doesn't know Campari. It does. Yeah. Uh, Burt Reynolds, I mean, it's not so much, too much of an ego trip on him. It's no. Like, no. It's less of an ego trip than that fucking terrible uh, Archer episode that he guest starred. <laughs> oh my god! That's just brutal. like where it's like the Archer you're watching Archer, Archer and you're like, oh, these I'm are people. I'm just a huge fucking fan of Burt Reynolds. And then every character is like, oh, Burt Reynolds, and every character knows all of Burt. There's like Reynolds twenty year old characters that are huge Burt Reynolds fans. You know what? Yeah, yeah. I was terrible. a pretty big Burt Reynolds fan when I was twenty. Pretty fucking lame. I, uh, I got it. Anyway, R.I.P. Burt Reynolds. Goddamn weirdo. R.I.P. Burt Reynolds. I've oh, never, yeah. I've never like been like a huge Burt Reynolds uh, stan, mm. as you'd say, as the children say these days. That's is it the, the children, children say? Yeah, like Five-year-olds. Yeah, it's like you know we stand for. Yeah, yeah. never mind. Oh. Uh, it's an Eminem reference. Tragically, yeah. is it? Yes, it really is. Sorry, That's sorry, not baby, the kids baby, anymore. The ba- all the baby mm. Yodas out there are saying oh, standing God. for. Um, but uh, is that what we're calling the kids the baby Yodas no. now? You don't know I'm, about baby Yoda? I know Yoda. about baby Yoda. I just didn't know we were calling kids baby Yoda. I, well, I think Kevin's just you know how do you do fellow kids uh, <laughs> trying to be cool <laughs> Am I, and it, succeed? Hey, is you it, young is, people. So it's, is it working, fellow yeah. old people? Yeah. Is it working? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I've never been a big Burt Reynolds. But I've I've grown. I've come around on him a little. Like I like I, I do like him in this. Actually, he's pretty good. He's <clears> it's the movie. I love the the casual parts of this. Like the real mm-hmm. just hangout parts. The action scenes are well done. No, um, I got. But. There's one action scene that doesn't. Make, there's a part where so he's driving a limo, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and he gets chased by the yeah. Isuzu trooper, and he outruns him. Yeah, in the limo, not likely. Which I don't <laughs> think would possibly happen. And then they go to uh, High Ally, uh, crossword puzzlers, oh, yeah. best friend High Ally, right. um, and they f- they have like kind of a lame showdown. Like, and I wish. Like I don't really understand high lie, and like I think it has like a hook. Yeah, thing. Uh, it's like a big scoop. Yeah. It's like a scoop. Like it's they could, scoop. they could be having a fight with the high ally. They're stuff. just in a high ally place. There's no high ally happening. No, and and they, they and go to a building and it says high ally, and then you see like the court. You know why high ally is so popular in Florida? Was totally financed by drug money. It's a it's a, incor- wow. a wildly corrupt no, sport. The, That's kind of like why it almost doesn't exist anymore. Well, in in America, yeah, because like the whole the whole influx of the sport into America was was basically front for the cartel money. Yeah, they, it was just like a it was a money laundering. And sink. it's totally rigged too. Yeah. Like huh. it's a t- total bullshit. Like it's weird. Mafia sport. I thought it was just a word with a bunch of vowels you could use and cross. Now nah, they tried plan. to make a whole they tried to make a whole national league out of it. It was all cartel money I remember, laundering. I remember sink. in wow. one of the seasons of Mad Men, there's a whole thing where yes. they're uh, where uh, Pete brings. Highlight to, yep. the, oh, to the advertising right. firm, and you can see in this movie the highlight co- uh, place uh, forum that they're at is fucking huge. Yeah, yeah. it probably yeah. seats five, six, five to ten thousand people. It's enormous. Yeah, yeah. Like just the idea that any that many people would ever at any point in history have like watched a highlight match is yeah. kind of incredible. I completely well, they would for, cut I, your head off and burn your body if you didn't watch yeah, a highlight match. Right. So. You're coming. You're I, watching the highlight. I completely yeah. forgot about this whole sequence. Like I don't remember this at all. <laughs> well, and it's kind of weird for, for what a good villain Moke is. He gets a picture of Burt Reynolds' daughter mm-hmm. like right away when everything's on fire. But yeah. then he like goes around to look for Burt Reynolds and he like cuts a hooker in the face and like beats up a guy in yeah. front of a Mocha's TV store. But he's got a picture of his kid. Yeah, yeah. And he never I don't think he ever did. Do, the daughter. Well, gets, part of it is because he wants 
he wants to go hardcore after Burt Reynolds, but Chucky tells he's him like, don't because no. Chucky wants money from George Siegel. Oh, and, and he, he knows doesn't want. Pals. He's like, if you get him alone, you can fuck with him. But if he's if he's with George Siegel, you leave him alone. Right. So that's why the car chase because he's like, oh, I've got him alone. He's yeah. he's not with the guy. But it's George Siegel's car. Right. Yeah. Well, that does, I don't that think does, it matters matter. to him. I he just, he just doesn't want him to hurt him in front of a. Yeah. Anyway, he doesn't want to hurt him in front of his and, money. And buddy. In, he has a. Do- he goes back. To, speaking of the daughter, he goes back to. Is this in Fort Lauderdale or Miami? Doesn't matter. It's in there's no difference as Florida. far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I think it's the same place. Florida. Uh, he but he Anaheim. doesn't. He doesn't see the daughter like forever. Yeah. And and I'm really confused how old she's. Supposed to be <laughs> like I was. I thought she was twenty five. Yeah, yeah, she's, yeah, she's either she's either in junior high, high school, or college. college. <laughs> and then and, and there's a scene where he takes her to like a Ferrell's kind of. Pl- yeah, doesn't he meet her after her like soccer practice or something? I don't know. Would they go to like ice cream parlor? It could still be like she's allegedly high, vegetarian because she gives him a hard time for eating meat. Yeah, he, she's yeah, like, she's, she's got like, some real eighties. Uh, she goes, you know what cholesterol stuff. is? She's like, yeah, it's the stuff they put in red meat, make it taste good. Drink this, ta- <laughs> drink this tab, Dad. It's the only thing that's good for you. She just pours a whole bottle of Hennessy into the can of tab. <laughs> he's got the. French, big thing of French fries. He puts ketchup all over. Then he's got, I guess, chili. Yeah. And at the very end of the scene, he yeah. like whips the hot dog out and it's wiggles it. Pretty gross. I thought he was eating <laughs> chili, and then he pulls this huge Frankfurter out of it. I was like, ugh. Because the uh, whole time his daughter's like getting on his ass for yeah. his food, and you're kind of like, it's just fries and shit. I mean, it's not the worst thing. Yeah, and then he yeah. pulls this sausage out. And you're it's like, called well, a, it's that a, is pretty disgusting. It's a Fort, Fort Lauderdale Sunday. Yeah. Is what <laughs> oh, it's uh, the closest thing. Ice cream doesn't last. They call it a Panama Canal. <laughs> it, it, either way, it looks disgusting, uh, and his daughter is mortified. His and daughter, then, but his daughter is like unlike a lot of these kind of movies where the guy's out of prison and he meets his kids again. Her, his daughter seems like she's, she's into it. Yeah. She's welcome. She she's welcoming him back. Like, yeah. hey, welcome back. She's not bothered by. No, any she's of not his, bothered. She's like, hey, you're, daddy, where's her mother? You're in prison well, and now and, you're and not. I think. He well, she's like, a, she's in college, so her mom's at home, or maybe yeah, she's she in high school. Like, I, I went know. and saw your mom. How's it going? Let's have some ice cream. And I read, I read it on IMDb, so it's probably bullshit. But I guess Tammy Wynette. Sweet. Was cast as his oh, ex-wife. Man. Oh, man. Maybe, they, maybe they cut her out of the movie with the reshoots. That would have been awesome. She would have been a that good been dope. Florida ex-wife. That would have been great. Yeah, yeah. Geez, that would have been way better than any of the shit with him and Candace Bergen, which is yeah. like just boring. She could right. have at least sang it's the too- song at the end right? that was written for the movie by Burt Reynolds <laughs> and others. <laughs> yeah. This is true. Back on the stick during the no, weird. It's the called, weird. It's end called. Credits. I don't think I'm ready for you because it, it, it's a thing that Candace Bergen says to Burt Reynolds a lot of time, and it's <laughs> sung by Anne Murray and uh, Burt Reynolds. Oh, Anne Murray, Canada's famous Anne Murray. What That's about right. the scene where he uh, where he like uh, has to fight the old uh, chauffeur who shows up? Like, oh, that's unwelcome great. at a party, yeah. and he's a huge that's, dude. That's, and the guys are there. Are all the dudes, all the, show, the drivers are all like movie. joking around about this guy. And and somehow like, the guy is not played by Terry Funk. And then like this guy shows up, and he's fucking massive, and they're like. Oh, that's the guy. And Bruno's yeah. like, "That's the guy, huh?" And they're and then he's like, "Someone comes, they're like, you got to go solve that problem.'" And all the other dudes laugh at him. And yeah. They're like, "Good luck." They just got done telling like five stories about how this guy put everybody in a hospital. Yeah, and, and he just moved into his place, into his house, he's yeah. in, he has his job, and this guy also and he just lives, got out and of he jail like, or whatever. Sleeps in his bed and yeah. like wears his clothes. Yeah. Like it's pretty much. Yeah, you, you know, got the that guy, guy fired. Prob- he's giant. He's going to kill you. Ha 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 ha. And, and he does Burt another Reynolds match. Barely breaks a sweat. He does another. He does another match gag. He like pours a bunch of gasoline. On this dude, and then light. Oh, yeah, I think it's a lighter this time. But he yes. lights, oh, but he lights it in front yeah. of him, and is. I like, thought it was booze. 
No, no, he, has no, a can. no he, he has the can of gasoline. He gasoline. pours it into a glass okay. in front of everyone. Everyone's like, what the fuck is he doing? And he just walks up to him, splashes it in his face, and then lights the cigarette lighter and goes like, face. hey, get out of here. And the guy's like, okay. <laughs> and it's done. It's, it's really good. It's really it's, awesome. It's like the most Burt Reynolds-y part because he's yeah. chewing it's gum. Reynolds-y. Yeah. He's chewing gum. Yeah. And the guy leaves and goes, ha, <laughs> ha. Yeah, and he does the laugh. He winks at the camera. And, and Dom, he does, Dom and DeLuise right, is wheezing. Point of view. So what's, what's the deal with this Dom guy? Dom DeLuise is... <laughs> <laughs> you really got to... But it's a Dom DeLuise... But it's a Dom DeLuise crow from uh, from Secret of Nim. Who's That's wearing right. a diaper. No, it's the who's, cat. It's the cat it's from cat All from Dogs from Go all. to Heaven. <laughs> is, he, well, is he also... Sing a song. A duo. Is he also in an American tale? I don't know. <laughs> oh, is that what I'm talking about? Is an American tale? Probably. He's in a, he did, did a lot of voice work. He was in a bunch of Bluth movies. He was yeah. John. He, I'm Don Bluth. I think he lived Get in me Don. Deloise. I think either Don Bluth lived in his guest house or he lived in Don Bluth's. They guest also house. had a thing where sometimes <laughs> he would call himself Don Bluth and he would be Don Deloise. It would they would play around uh, like hilarious that. Hilarious bit. Then they would be like, "We have fun here." A comedy duo. They were good. Yeah, they would do it. They were a duo. Improvs. That's where the song came Improvs. from. It was Improvs. funny because Burt Reynolds just just fucking slap him all the time, yeah. and that was that was basically their comedy dynamic. He's hitting this poor fat man and the fat man would laugh <laughs> so so then the the uh then finally what's his name is off the leash it's fucked uh, up power dynamic it really was moke Mo- Mo- shows back up moke is off the leash and he's like he's like gonna go kill him and he like shoots the the butler he punches a maid in the fucking he punches face, the maid like in the face and oh and the maid earlier has some funny lines too because she's learning she's english, english she's learning she's english like I'm doing okay, but my depression really has me down. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what's up, my man, or something. She has a couple things she says. It's kinda... She's, there's a lot of fun stuff like that. But this is this is one of those great scenes because because uh, he's just a, one of those bad guys who, who shows up, and when he does, you're like, somebody do something about this guy. This guy's fucking terrible. Yeah. Yeah. He just punches women. He punches women a, n- a number of times in this movie, and you're just like, yeah. someone stop him. He's Burt scary. Reynolds, and he's scary. Stop this he man. Will, you can tell he shows up, and you're like, this guy's gonna be a fucking asshole he's a real bad guy and he's racist racist. no holding back all the time yeah that must uh, do you think that was intended as a funny thing that he's like racist and an albino like he's the whitest and super Eh, racist it seems like a stretch it could also just i mean but i mean the racist stuff is probably just like that's like a type of guy that's florida Florida. that's That's what florida i mean (laughs) that guy would be like that that you know he's like but oh he's like i mean you know he just seems like that's a very deliberate choice because he's—I mean—he's using the epithets it could be and everything. Too, yeah, yeah. Uh, so but he, then he's probably albino it. in the book. Yeah, I don't like, know. He doesn't like look a... like that in real life. No, yeah, yeah, he doesn't look like that in real life. He doesn't have bunny eyes. So no, no. no. So then somehow well, he shows up and he shoots uh, Bert's friend, and then and then there's a then he's getting taken away, and George Siegel is yelling, of course, and he's yeah. like, yeah, he's like, go, he's telling Stick, he's like, go get him, and he's like, take the take the car, you can have it. He's like, I'm going to need to borrow the rolls. He's, he's like, like, if you kill that motherfucker, you, that you motherfucker, can keep the rolls. You can keep it. Because he yells. Yeah, I might take you he up yells, on that. He yells the whole he yells, time. He's never not yelling. I mean, that's him yelling because he's excited, but there's another part where he's like, Stick, I know your name, or whatever, and you're just like, why is he yelling? You're and standing like jokes. a few feet He's got a real joie de vivre. And he's got a cigar that's never lit. Yeah. yeah. And he's got a friend that's got a book of matches. He's yeah. one of those rich guys that's really enjoying being rich. He's yeah. like, I'm fucking rich. It's yep. great. <laughs> it's what he does. Yeah, he, that's that's how he's described at first. He's like, that. He's like, oh, if you want, like, Burt Reynolds' other friend who he, like, stays with that lives on a shack on the river is like, if you want to get to Chucky, you got to get to this guy. He's like, who's this guy? Is he a big wheel, a criminal? He's like, no, nah, he's just some rich guy. And he feels like he's a big shot hanging out with criminals that's it (laughs) gotta meet the guy with the neon radio and and so somehow stick 
and Moke and Chucky end up on a balcony. Mm-hmm. Well, it's at, it's yeah. at Chucky's place at this hotel. Where Chucky's, Chucky's at the hotel where they start off. Chucky's, Chucky's, Chucky's journey. So in Ch- love. Well, Chucky, yeah, and so Chucky and Moke and, and uh, Sick are all on this, <clears> like, uh, balcony of this hotel, like, 20 yeah. stories up. And again, Stick's high. in there, like, I don't think he has any plant. He just, he just shows up. shows up and he's, like, standing there on the balcony. Well, I'm Burt Reynolds, so I feel like this is probably Which is actually, out. like, a classic, like, Elmore Leonard hero yeah. type. They're, they're just kind of these guys who are, like, I don't have... They have a skill, like, I'm a good bank robber. But yeah. they're, like, in this situation, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm here... Well, I guess we'll fucking figure it out. <laughs> yes, and then uh, in that whole scene, I mean, there's kind of like a, a great... three-way showdown, yeah. and then uh, well, and and everybody hates each other in this because like uh, Chucky and Moke also hate each other, and then they all they everybody wants to like, kill everybody. And Moke at a is like point. Yeah, Moke insults Chucky. Is it? He well, he's like first he's talking to Stick, and he's like, "It's quite a fall." He's like, "If you push off, you might be able to hit the pool." Because yeah. it's like you can <laughs> well, see the pool there. That's not that's when he's actually hanging off the. The balcony says not that yet. to him. No, no. Stick says no. Moke says that to him first. He says oh, okay. he says it's a, it's a big drop. If you push off, you might because he's gonna yeah, throw yeah. he's gonna throw Stick off because he's got him. He's yeah, got yeah. a gun. He's got him dead to rights. Then Chucky oh, yeah. shows up and he's like he's like ah go get go get my pills or whatever and he gets his pills and he dumps them off of the thing mm-hmm. and Chucky's like I'm gonna have a heart attack and die if I don't have those pills or whatever and he's like had it with Moke at this point and he like. Just rushes him, and this is a bad. Durning, move. Durning just rushes him. He's like, "Hey, you motherfucker!" It's <laughs> yeah. like he's he's had it because because the whole movie, Chucky's being pushed around by everybody because he's he's yeah. being bossed around by uh, Nestor, and he's being bossed. So he's like one of those kind of guys who's like in over his head as soon as he started hanging out with these guys, but doesn't yes. realize it. He's and then the at Steve, some point, he's Steve's on and out of sight. Exactly, and yeah. then suddenly realizes it, but he's like, he like is like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna get you!" And he's like gonna push him over the edge, and he just it's they both just they a... both go over the balcony, Moke and Chucky, yeah. and yeah. Uh, Chucky does not make it. No. He does not hang on. Chucky he, instantly he plummets to his and death. It's a, yeah. And it's, it's a hysterical. fucking awesome like sh- wide shot of this mm-hmm. dude, the stuntman. Oh, it's so cool. I don't know the if they sped Hawaiian. up the film or something. There's like the, a dummy too, but the shot of him plummeting is like holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, and there's and in line with the show, there's like people like around, so you're seeing, and there's like people like going, "Oh shit!" Running, it's a really, they're really, both of these stunts here are fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. and then and then Bunny is is hanging, and this is where you get a real quintessential like action movie quip because Burt Reynolds is looking, (laughs) Bunny has the or Bunny eyes, Moke has the temerity to go like, "Help me out here, stick!" You're like, "Fuck off!" Uh, But (laughs) Burt Reynolds looks down at him and goes. What's the matter, bunny eyes? Losing your grip? Yeah. <laughs> and wow. then he and then he go, and then he says the same line to him. He yeah, goes, he's like, if you push off, you, yeah, if you push off, you might hit the pool. And yeah. uh, and then he falls. And, but it's great because he's so he's cool. falling. He's like, oh, and he, but he's also like, got a gun. He's and, got a gun and he's like shooting. shooting. Yeah, he's like, and you're like, this guy's fucking means it all the way. He's like, I'm gonna fucking die, but I'm gonna try and shoot your, I'm gonna try and blow your fucking head off while yeah. I'm dying. Yeah, and this dude does, gets to do a number of really cool stunts in this movie. If you see Sharky's machine, I think it's Henry Silva gets thrown. Yeah. Out the same window. guy, same stunt, same stunt man. It's kind of the same stunt. Uh, it's a big decelerator fall. Yeah, yeah. He it's was great. The There's decelerator that, yeah. guy. It's should not just, drive yeah. cars and motorcycles. He should just apparently not. jump off shit. <laughs> and still be with us. The way they've got it framed too. I'm assuming that there's like some sort of pad from the land on, but you can't. Yeah, like they've the shot's well, really when well they, framed. When they you can't land, see anything you see him. the like. There's like a wall. You don't actually see the body yeah, land. There's exactly. probably an airbag under there. You see the. You see like they have a shot of the body afterwards, but you don't actually see it. But it's a long. It's a long. Did he do the? Did he do the helicopter? Jumping Hooper too, I think so. I think he was the main. I think he was the main stunt man, and he was lethal weapon stunt man. Did he do lethal? Yeah, yeah. Damn. No, he died. Maybe he didn't do lethal, but he's it's dedicated. Dedicated. Maybe that's the deal. Um, 
Freaking so anyway, legend. this this of all for all intents and purposes, this is the end of the movie. But then there's a whole extra section where they've kidnapped his daughter, and he has to go. And we, the aforementioned scene where he uzis some guys, and it's yeah. just yeah. like, yeah. oh, there's a whole Santeria thing earlier that we didn't even talk about, mm-hmm. where he's like putting the scorpions on guys and yeah. stuff. And it's just an excuse for one of the bad guys to have a scorpion on his. Face. That's so awesome Basically. when he shoots the scorpion tank out and then the guy like runs out from behind the tank and he's got all these scorpions yeah. on his head. Like, <laughs> ah! Yeah. That so was awesome. that was uh, Gen- the Jennings Lang, tank, yeah. uh, head of Universal Pictures. Said, yeah. Scorpions. <laughs> Put scorpions on Cuban was, guy's face. I was watching that movie with Molly and like the guy hides behind the scorpion tank. I'm like, honey, honey, look at this. Look at this. Watch what's going to happen here. <laughs> Check up uh, scorpion tank. Yeah. Yeah, How do you then, feel about scorpions as a, as one who is a, afraid spiders? of spiders? I mean, I wouldn't fuck with a scorpion. They're equally gross. But are you like are you like I, if I see bothered them, by them? In yeah, movies like if I see stuff? spiders, I'm like ugh, gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I see a scorpion, it's like no, oh, it scorpions really have the much. benefit of like not being here. They look like, like crabs to me. Gonna, they don't look like spiders. True. There's I'm just, just also not yeah. going to be a scorpion where we are. No. Yeah. they aren't here, and they're barely in like the places where they are. You know, but they think they're really a problem. When we get that new hockey team, unless you're sleeping in the desert or something, with your boots outside. Yeah. Scorpions oh, going. Yeah, like there's in no the, chance like in the far scorp- side. There's no <laughs> chance a scorpion's gonna like set up shop in the corner of your of your house or something like no. spiders are. I'm, pic- I'm picturing the far there. side comic of this. If you're sitting here and there's a giant scorpion <laughs> a on the recliner, it's like, hey, how's it going? No, he's Son just got a, a he's got a tear running out his eye. <laughs> Travis doesn't even notice me. <laughs> and uh, that's kind of the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then oh, and then they're like, they oh shit, what about Candace Bergen? And it's just them. It's like they forgot. And they they're both driving separate directions and they have car phones and then. They meet up in the median, yeah. and it's and this is like, all well that you know, during the no credits. dialogue. It's while the credits, that song's playing. while the song is playing. Yeah, Fuck what's the song? Handsome. Love will turn us around. No, that's not. <laughs> I I turn don't think I'm ready around. for you. No. It's it was not I a good song. I don't think I'm ready. I don't know how it goes. I'll play it at the end. I don't remember it at all. Uh, anyway, that was that was the whole movie. Uh, the whole and they, he kind of like the whole thing at the end. He just sort of perf- it's like perfunctory. He kind of just goes there and like saves his daughter, and it's like. She's like, great job. Like his daughter, the whole, every scene yeah. she's in, she's just like, I'm fine with my dad having been in prison and not really knowing me. I'm fine with being kidnapped. Why my don't dad, you, my why dad don't you go make up me. with your I'm girlfriend now? <laughs> Where's your girlfriend? What's she doing? Yeah, oh, no. shit. Yeah, we, oh, we forgot about that subplot yeah. that we added uh, after we made the movie. <laughs> and, and, as, and as not as a not Burt Reynolds fan, I feel like he, was on, he had a little run here of one name movies because after this was Heat yeah. or Malone. Which is great. Heat, heat's a kick heat's and really Malone, good. Malone's Malone, very fun and Malone's too. Malone's fun. <clears throat> heat was remade as High Wild Card. Wild Card, which is but not they're so both fun. based on a William Goldman novel. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, and Heat's really, really cool. I, I like seen, that one. I haven't a lot. seen that. I, lo- I do love the box art of Malone, where it's uh, it's, it's a thing exploding. Behind it's, just a gi- it's just a giant explosion and Burt Reynolds standing <laughs> in front of it with a shotgun. I'm like. I've never watched it still, but, oh, I, but I can't imagine the it's, movie lives up to that. It's, it's pretty good. Directed it's, by a guy named Harley Coakless, and yeah. it's about, he plays like an ex-CIA dude who winds up fighting a bunch of right-wing paramilitaries. Yeah, it's kind of okay. like a Jack Reacher, I read Jack it's Reacher very books, Jack but it's kind of a Jack Reacher yeah, story. Okay. Of like, 100%. I got a lot of skills, and you guys are a bunch of racist assholes, and it's Cliff Robertson. Cliff Robertson's the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like this crazy like right-wing politician. In Montana? Yeah, something like that. Kind of, you know, you're rural. It's a lot I want to. I want to just want to point, point this out yeah. because uh, there's no other time to talk about this. But it's one of my favorite things ever. When I when I was in high school, <laughs> me and my friends were obsessed with the cover of the movie Malone because it's Burt Rounds with a shotgun grimacing as it with an explosion behind him. It's fucking awesome, and it says Malone, and that's it. Uh, but uh, one of my friends, uh, Jared, actually drew this painting or painting. He drew a he drew a picture. 
It was the it was the exact same thing except Elizabeth Berkeley with a shotgun in front of an explosion and <laughs> said, "No me Malone." That's awesome. <laughs> and I, I remember him showing that to me. That? me no, God, man, God, I, I want to see that. This is like a hundred years ago, but I just remember him showing that to me and going like, "This guy is fucking talented." Like, <laughs> man, yeah. He's a reverend That's now. That, that, that mm. clip is in the trailer. Cause I'm a reverend, In the too. trailer, there's a cut That's of, true. like, I think it's Lauren Hutner. I forget who the girl is in Malone, but... Uh, I think it is Lauren Hutner. Right. She was in a few of his movies, um, and and it's like, whoever it is goes, Malone! And then it cuts to the shot of the thing blowing up behind him. <laughs> that does, yeah, yeah, that yeah, does I have seen, I have seen the trailer. Yeah. The trailer's great. Uh, uh, well, let's... Uh, I've got a couple... Got quotes, just a couple quotes, quotes here, because okay. George Siegel's always telling jokes. Yelling. That's, he's always yelling jokes. But here's one of the jokes that isn't the stick one. He's like, what's the last thing that goes through a bug's mind when it hits the windshield. It's asshole. <laughs> That's also, when you first meet him, too. Yeah, he yeah. Come, That's like the first thing. He actually comes in, he says to the waitress that Burt Reynolds is constantly flirting with, going, hey, I got a joke for you. That's how it starts. That's, and he's, he's and one he, of those and guys. He yells, her, he yells her, he goes, do you, do you have my keys? No. He didn't leave my keys? He didn't leave your keys. I was supposed to leave my keys here. He didn't leave your keys here. Well, where are they? I don't know. Did you check your car? I'll check my car. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, and then there's a part in it that I just thought was just quintessentially Burt Reynolds, where uh, where some they're talking about Candace Bergen or Candy Bergen, as I like to call her, and uh, like his friend goes, uh, she's a she's a real classy lady, huh? And then Burt Reynolds goes, Triple A. <laughs> like yeah, that's how Burt Reynolds describes like a classy like lady. What she'll come give you a toe in an emergency? <laughs> well, which is great. Uh, I like is car great. metaphors. Yeah. She'll yeah, jumpstart your, your. Ooh. Uh, I had one I wrote down, and I I didn't write who said. I think it's Burt Reynolds talking to his friend in the shack. Okay, uh, but um, his friend's like, "What are you gonna do about it?" And he says, "Don't worry, I'll nail his balls to the barn door." Yeah. and then his friend says, "That I'd like to see." <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Like, I don't want. Nobody no. wants to see I actually, that. Actually, I think that dude would want to see that. Yeah, I like to see. These him are cut, like all... cut to him actually like cutting his balls off, yeah. and I'm going like, actually, no, I like to step right, out. Yeah, that's that and his like, friend, I don't want to see this. His friend is standing there holding a gun on him. He's like, "I said I'd like to see that. Do it. <laughs> do nail it. those to the barn door so we can go get drinks. If you don't, I'm gonna shoot you. <laughs> I don't care if there's not a barn here. We're gonna drive until we find a barn." <laughs> and then Barry, who's uh, uh, George Siegel's yeah. character, Barry Bond, Barry Bonds, Barry Bonds, Barry Bonds. He's when <laughs> when Sticks break into the car, uh, he says, "You got some balls," and Sticks says, "That's what everybody says." Mm. <laughs> Another cool guy. You got some. You got some. That's my like, doctor. When I was born, my doctor. You got some balls. Your son's got uh, some <laughs> terrifyingly large balls for a baby, Mrs. Stick. Uh, we made it through that whole. Yes, sec- some. We made it through that whole section of the about Stick without calling Candace Bergen Murphy Brown once. Yeah, oh. good yeah. job. <laughs> I call her Carnal Knowledge. It's <laughs> weird. She might not even be in that uh, movie. Ratings. ratings. You go first. Oh, geez, I didn't even think about this. Well. I liked it, but it's not super great. I'd say three Juds. Yeah. It's entertain. It's what you'd want. It's like, but it's kind of like you'd probably want to rent like two or three movies and watch that one. Yeah, but uh, not your whole night's entertainment. It's not very, really, very sleazy at all. And that's why I'd say Burt Reynolds is a sex symbol. Like even like he's not like. He bang, doesn't make like bang. pervy movies. Yeah, but he's, he's like a, that guy. He's, he's like I think a, he, he's not a banger. 
He plays he's not fucking. He's like a he's like a kind of love. he's like a plays it safe yeah, kind of guy. Yeah. I think he's like got he's like one of, especially during this period like a guy who has his brand and he's like I'm gonna sell myself to these people. Like people are going to see Burt Reynolds. Well, he was also like he was a, he was a male sex symbol at a certain time and he was a yeah. male sex symbol whose audience was you know not teenage girls necessarily. Yeah, yeah. And I think he's trying to keep it classy. It's sort of the that's Clint what, Eastwood thing. I mean. He has he has an audience. He has yeah. his his brand and he knows who he is. He's like yeah, I'm Burt Reynolds. Eastwood's a good e- comparison. Eastwood there. doesn't do a lot of fucking either. Maybe yeah. tightrope. Now, now he should do more. Yeah. Oh, now he's prime for. <laughs> Now's the time. Well, did you see the mule? Yeah. I haven't seen the mule. Oh, he one hundred percent fucks in the mule. Doesn't he have two three ways in that? He has two three ways in that Shit, movie. I gotta Are you fucking kidding me? I am not making this up. I gotta rethink. I gotta watch. Uh, I mean, mule it's not on, on camera, but he is boning these hookers. They should have called that movie <laughs> Two Three Ways. <laughs> he does some fucking in tightrope. Yeah. Which is kind of cl- part of the plot. We're going to do tightrope oh, someday, yeah, right? Yeah, at some point. Good yeah. so, That's uh, another New I Orleans that one. Movie's okay. bananas. Uh, anyway, sorry. Man, me, I don't even know if Douglas it gets is, a Douglas. Yeah. I would give it one Douglas. You could, I mean, oh, the pervy guy, yeah, the know. tank top girl. Yeah, I guess one Douglas. You're good the, whole, the whole talk where they're they're talking about, like, oh, so she's right down the hall? I mean, what are yeah, we talking about? Yeah, I guess it's a Douglas I'll give it word. one. I'm going to give it one when I... What's your... And then... One out of one, like uh, big sausages pulled out of some <laughs> chili. Yeah, good choice. Gross. Yeah. yeah, that is gross. I'm going to give it three and a half Judds, just because this is the kind of thing I like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's probably a three Judd movie, but, you know, the stunt work alone is enough to make me make it more memorable for me. Uh, and I'm a big Burt Reynolds fan, so I'm just, yeah, it's just catnip. It's good. Uh, one, one Douglas, and I'm going to give it uh, 10 out of 10... Uh, ten out of ten pancaked albino stuntmen. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Travis, uh, I'm gonna give it three. Um, you know, it's it's almost like it was trying to be a three Judd movie. Like we're just yeah. gonna make a fun little. We're not trying to reinvent the wheel here. We're just gonna make a little we're gonna fun make, movie. We're gonna Whatever. make a movie. Whatever. We'll do the whole thing, and it'll, it'll happen. be fine. It'll be over. The movie's gonna be fine. <laughs> That's my, my greatest hope for this movie that I'm directing is that it's going to be fine. Yeah. And and it is. And I'm going to give it one Judge or one Douglas. There's just not much there. And I'm going to give it two uh, giant fucked up red Charles Durning eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, three three Judds. Solid. I like I like liked it, but I was like, yeah. If, it, if I think it would, I would go higher if they like honestly had like done a better either a better job with the Candace Bergen stuff which takes up a lot of screen time mm-hmm. or excised it completely yeah like if they'd done that it probably would be like three and a half four because other, otherwise it's like pretty slick yeah. slick stick yeah they could have just gotten rid of the women the romance doesn't do anything for the movie yeah. it the seems daughter, very field tested I mean the I daughter like all that thing doesn't really matter the daughter thing much. also feels like it's tacked on so they can like literally when you, as soon as you see he has a daughter you're like so she can get kidnapped yeah, at the yeah, end yeah. like yeah. it's not for any reason like their scenes together do provide the hot dog and the chili which is funny but it really puts the hot dog actually, in my that's chili. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's exactly what they're like. He got his script notes back from the producer, and they're like, we need to put a little bit of hot dog in this chili. Can we put some hot dog in this chili? And then, and then he went and shot a scene where he's like, is this what you meant? And they're like, I guess we have to release this. <laughs> the, movie comes out, the movie comes out next week. No, we didn't mean literally, Bert. <laughs> oh. Yeah. How's Bert Reynolds left? <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a half a Douglas. It's just not sleazy. I don't even think. Even the stuff where they're kind of talking, you're like, eh, this movie doesn't mean it. It doesn't mean it when it's being gross. It's sort of like, we're talking about, we're talking dirty, aren't we? Yeah, I guess. Like, but, uh, and uh, I guess three out of three uh, fire, 
the stick fire tricks. Ooh, yeah. 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 Three yeah. a treat. Sure enough. There was yeah. three in there, too. I think yeah. there's only two with the matchbooks. I was hoping that there was more, but I think the third one is actually he has a lighter. Yeah. So it's not well, we didn't get a whole lot of sleaziness in this movie, we'll but don't plenty worry, in the next because next holy couple. shit. 52 pickup, by the way, I think this is my favorite of the three, sure. and, and by far the sleaziest. Harry Mitchell, successful businessman, loving husband, a man who has now become the perfect target. Sit down, sport. Look, Mitch, you've seen some of this before. Stuff your girlfriend shot while your wife thought you were at a convention in Miami. Mitch, you're in very serious trouble. You pay us 105 grand a year for the rest of your life. No! They're ruthless. Cops find a body with no clothes on, the gun, your prints all over it. Desperate. They got an airtight case against me. It's my gun. I'm scared, Mitch. Yeah! The only thing they didn't count on was Mitch having a plan of his own. Oh, yeah, I would say so. This is one oh, of the yeah. one of the sleazier movies that we've done. I mean, it's, it's got it's, a lot it's of competition. One of the ones we've done in, I mean, a, in a long I, time. I feel like I feel like it's pretty sleazy, but I feel like you're overrating it in the sleaze factor. Really? It's, yeah, I think I've, it's, I've seen more fucked up shit than this. Come on, I'm not. I'm not saying you haven't seen more fucked up shit than this. It's fine. It's, well, it's pretty sleazy. And, it's, and got, a, it's got porno. And it's like porno, porno, guy. porno. <laughs> just, just the fucking scene where John Glover is standing there in his underwear <laughs> is like sleazier than anything in Stick <laughs> yeah. and sleazier than anything in Cat Chaser, which tries to be sleazy but is just yeah, but it's not. I think they should have <laughs> switched directors. Like I'm glad it's John Frankenheimer did yeah. Fifty Two Pickup. Abel Ferreira, like, I feel like 52 pickups more, the Abel Ferreira's wheelhouse yeah. of, like, yeah. drug dealing, yeah, 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 yeah. sleazy I, street people. I like seeing I, someone with John Frankenheimer's, yeah. like, epic sensibilities yeah, applying yeah. themselves sure, to this kind sure. of sleazy bullshit. But, I mean, bullshit. this movie, uh, my, I like this movie a lot, but my problem with it is it's always, it's, like, a little too safe, it's a little too clean for me. Like, I think it's something like Fear City, like, the Abel Ferrara movie, I'm like, that's what I want from but 52 pickups. But I think, pickup. yeah. I actually think, because I don't love Abel Ferrara, I think, uh, and I haven't seen Fear City, but I think that Abel Ferrara would have made this movie more annoying. Yeah, maybe. Like, because I, because I like, would have had some schoolie D on I the fucking, soundtrack. Because I, I like, I like like Miss Forty Five. But I fucking, I couldn't, I fucking hate the Driller Killer, and it's because he That's made not, it. His his stuff as it goes as it goes through, I know, through I know, does I know. not really say, resemble that. But I'm just saying, anymore. sometimes he does his movies annoy yeah. me. Even King of the City, sometimes. Are I'm you like, like King of New York? It's good. Or King of New York. Uh, it's like eh. I, really like he, I think he snatchers. has these annoying sensibilities where he's going to bring himself to it, which is what's cool about his movies. Yeah. But I like I'm with Travis where it's like I love seeing like I think Frankenheimer's like a great craftsman, and you like he's like and he's he's more stylish than like say a Burt Reynolds. He like this is I feel like this is even low on the stylization for Frankenheimer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. But he's but he's bringing a little of that. Yeah, and it's a canon film, which yeah. this which might is be great. your first canon I think film it is. on uh, here too. Yeah. That was my yeah, first. It it my first uh, proposition was you should do some canon films. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But but that was kind of too sleazy because it would have been like ten to midnight. Which <laughs> oh, is, I love ten to midnight. Yeah, they guys should do that one sometime. And this is this is one of the movies off, isn't it? This is one of the movies that you'll see thrown into the list of like legit canon movies because they're yeah. the canon was it's, famous for doing like and turds and, and, and they're legit movies about like pornographers yeah. and yeah. and heroin. I mean, this, this got wives. this got Roy Scheider in it. Roy, got Frankenheimer yeah. directing and, and it's still it's still unmistakably a fucking canon movie because it is sleazy and dumb. But I feel like it doesn't. I feel like it's like has like a it doesn't feel like like uh it doesn't feel like stick where you kind of go like why is this romance in here there were probably reshoots or something it yeah. feels like they made the movie they meant to make yeah. oh yeah and it doesn't yeah. feel like cat chaser which they didn't make the, any movie that they meant to make no. like they i don't and if the movie they were meaning to make was 
any if this is any know, what happened there. I, that would have also been terrible. And this was Elmer Leonard only on the screenplay uh, or no, co-written. He, it's co-written too. With whom? Uh, I can't remember, but uh, some other guy. It was some other guy. I'll look it up. Um, but this one, this one actually, and I, I, th- I think Stick captured like a lot of the great hangout stuff of Elmer. But this one has the best. Uh, of the three the movies of the villains, like this and, one and captures the Elmer Leonard villains the best because it has like the three it has the three it has the three villains like in the other one too. The same as in Stick, where it's like there's this guy who's the leader, this guy who's like probably a loose cannon psycho, and then this other guy who's like you shouldn't be in this game. <laughs> this guy, yeah, Why is this all? guy involved? In and we got and, the, and at one the point, jerky guy. And at or... one point in all of the in all the, in that in this movie, that guy is basically like, "Why am I in this movie?" Yeah. <laughs> he is like, and, and, and not, not in a way that like you guys. I wish I wasn't here he's more like i shouldn't have done this this was a bad idea i'm not made for this sort of thing yeah, he literally says that and this one's got <laughs> and this one's got john glover and clarence williams the third vying for my yeah. for my mvp status because they're both just really having john, fun john glover fucking killed it for me he's doing this crazy accent and it made me think of uh ziggy. It's a, it was it's like a baltimore accent. it reminded me of if ziggy from the wire gets that when he gets yeah. out of jail he like fucking goes he's like fuck it i'm going to the west coast and he goes over there and he's like i'm gonna make pornos and stuff and he's like he like <laughs> i'm gonna go down the west Case make pornos. <laughs> yeah, his for- Middle Atlantic accent in this is so fucking good. By the way, he's from Maryland, is he? Because yeah. it's an absolute Baltimore accent. Yeah, you, you know, just, I just found out, like I, himself. I just yeah. realized because I started for some reason I started following John Glover on Twitter. He's the voice of the Riddler on the Batman, <laughs> the Batman cartoon, oh. which shouldn't surprise me. He's like a big voiceover guy, like a lot of these character actors. But I was just like, oh, and also he seems like a nice guy. I the first the first thing I remember Doesn't seeing look like one John Glover in was uh was uh, Gremlins two Gremlins two. He's super great in that. As a clamp. Yeah. Yep. Um, He's played a bad guy in tons and tons <clears throat> of shit. He has a bad guy looking face. And then the third bad guy's name is a palindrome. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's Robert, Robert Trevor. Yeah, or Something like that. Oh. His last name is Robert. What's the character? Backwards. Uh, he's like he's the guy. He's like Lou or Bernie or something. He's like the guy who owns the like the the. The porno, uh, the house. porno strip, the porno and they're, and they're photo strip photo. No, it's like a it's like a photo place, like a model shop. I watched this movie called Model Shop this summer because Leo Franks, Leo. Leo. I knew it was yeah, something he's got like a Leo. That says Leo, but it was nah, like, nah. Uh, but it's like one of those places. It's a place that I I don't know if they exist anymore, but they used to where you would like go there and pay some money they'd give you like a camera and you go take pictures of some naked ladies that you and you get to keep you get you get to keep the film or whatever yeah but yeah. like you know Sexy. so you get to you get to be a perv and you get to be creative yep, uh-huh. yep. which <laughs> Roy fun. Scheider gets to do with vanity yeah yeah in this it sure does and, um Vanity once again uh, donating her services <sighs> to film. Pretty sure just a, before she got born again and stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I would hope so. And this yeah, is right by now. this would have been uh, this role would have been at odds with her, her Christian, <laughs> everything. Her Christian period gets, of her life. She gets the scariest and sleaziest scene in this movie. Oh yeah, right? yeah. Williams. It's a pretty the, harsh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Not, teddy as, bear? not as harsh as some shit that happens in Cat Chaser, but when she harsh. gets smothered by the teddy bear, yeah. yeah, that whole thing where he's just like smothering her and like trying to get her to talk, and it's fucked up. Oh. I thought it was kind of cute. It was a cute teddy bear. <laughs> well, <laughs> he was well, like a present. He brought it over. We'll get to it. He's like, we're, we're gonna snuggle. <laughs> we're talking about these three bad guys. The basic plot of this movie is these three these three pornographer villain type friends. They're three. Uh, you can just call. They're three Elmore Leonard villains. Three more Elmore Leonard villa, villains. They get yeah. it. Uh, I, I'm not sure how they discovered Roy Scheider or if they talk about it. Because the girl uh, works in her in Kelly Preston. Yeah. Kelly, Kelly Preston. Preston is his mistress. Mistress Kelly Preston. Yeah. Yeah. And Later she, she works with John Julie Glover. Palmieri. Wow. Yeah, she yeah, John Travolta. John Travolta. But yeah, she works. She works in John one of John Glover's clubs or something like that. She works with Vanity. 
She, yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, that's how they, that's how that's but I, but that's I how thought, they get on. I, I thought that he that she was like recruited by them to seduce him. No, well, but they got on to her and then forced so her to do it. Essentially, like, she think. works there with vanity. She they one of them the the well, it's Clarence Williams the third. He's talking to Vanity, who is like his his squeeze, yeah. and she's like this, and they go, "Hey, this girl is like fucking this rich guy," and then they kind of followed we, him around. They take film video of him like with her, yeah. and they're like basically going to blackmail him. There's and a the, great scene too where he, they're all wearing like ski masks, and, and you just hear John Glover's voice, and I'm yeah. like, "This is so fucking great." Yeah, and yeah. the rich and guy like, is hey there, sport. And the rich guy is Roy, Roy, Roy Scheider, married to uh, and Anne Margaret. Anne Margaret, and Roy Scheider is rich because he's a factory owner. Yeah, he has, he, a patent. he has a patent. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah, he's yeah. got something. a patent, and they blow and something up out in the desert. Yes. They show sure. something. They're doing something. He's some sort of industrialist that yeah. involves blowing stuff up. You, I mean, none of you guys picked up on what it was either? I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Do they not do with, actually say? It doesn't matter. Really. It has to do with fusing it together, and honestly, that scene is it's, only there so that <clears> at the end when he when like the the thing the bomb goes off, it's like it does make sense because there was an earlier scene. The patent isn't for the explosive. The patent is for the device that smashes two pieces of metal together so hard and so fast and so hot that they fuse. Ah, you can see yeah. why you'd want that. Ah. Yeah. And then he's married to Anne Margaret who's, who's in, running for office. Who's yep, now running for with, city council. With uh, Doug or... McClure yeah. who you might remember from uh, Land of Time Forgot and Tapeheads ah. and you know, House Where Evil Dwells. Um, kind of Doug McClure fan. And he's not in You're kind of <laughs> set up. He doesn't really show up in it too much. Yeah, yet. he's in it a little There's bit. There's a lot of weird cameos in this. I'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, yeah. And he, she, he's running for office, and Doug McClure's like, you know, Ann Margaret, you're awesome. You should run for office, too. Yeah. So He's running for, like, mayor, and she he wants her to run for city council. Yeah, DA. I can't remember. And and that's kind of one of the things I liked about this. So the blackmail thing happens. They tell Roy Scheider, and he's like, Eh, I gotta tell my wife. Fuck you guys! I'm gonna tell my wife. And a lot of these stories, the whole movie would be about him not letting his wife know. And then his wife, they're mature enough uh, that she's like, "Well, that kind of sucks." She's still like, "Fuck you! Get out!" But yeah, but she's she's mad. But she's like, she's like, I kind of knew. She goes, she she goes, I kind of knew, but I don't know why you had to tell me. Yeah, yeah. And but also, she kind of comes back around to the Shider side when he gets some gets some ass beatings in and is like very masculine. But but also, like, she's kind of like, I've got my own political ambitions, and it doesn't help any of us to make this get public. So you know. But the, but the, the what happens the way that this the, this plot kind of works out is also I feel like very Elmore Leonardy where like oh, yeah. they have a plan and it goes south immediately and then yeah. they're just sort of like okay well let's try other ways well it gets yeah. worse and worse because well, I mean, it immediately he, gets worse yeah, he says no fuck you and they're like okay well it's we're great gonna... he like leaves them a note because they're gonna meet him at the ball game and he has to pass yeah. the money to a guy so he oh. gives him an envelope they're driving away <laughs> they open it and it says like fuck you or yeah something and it's like a great that. shot of them standing in the parking lot yeah. of Dodger Stadium. While the real game yeah. is being played, and, and they're in the car, and that's when you know what's going. What Frankenheimer the, likes shooting that's movies at real sporting events. Yeah. What yep. the game is, and then the blimp comes in. Yes, <laughs> I watched that last month. It's fucking awesome. There was oh, but <laughs> before Sunday. before that, there's a whole there's a whole sequence where you meet like John Glover. You meet them outside of their masks, yeah. and like we're oh, gonna talk about right. the villains a lot in this, I think, because yeah. like the Roy Scheider stuff we kind of covered already. Yeah. Like he becomes the he's in the movie a bunch, and he's the the protagonist. But like these guys are the the fucking. Yeah, and it, I mean, show, like, it shows them partying with oh, the cameo. And, and John Glover's a porno. He's like well, making, making this porno. At this porn thing. party. Is it, is it Amber? Or no, it's a... Uh, Amber Lynn's Amber in Lynn, it. Yeah. Herschel Savage is in it. Uh, second, Jamie Gillis second is in it. appearance of motherfucking Ron Jeremy. Ron yeah. Jeremy shows up. And a couple of the other girls, I think uh, even... I think I, I read Ron somewhere... Jeremy. He's in there. Yeah. It's just um, like a split second. No, I know, but I, just, I didn't get blown down. away in I this one. Down. <laughs> no, 
Best part of Killing Zoe. Also, and, and, uh, uh, Barbara Dare and Erica Boyer and also Sharon Mitchell and Tom Byron. Randy the, West is there. The part where the guys like guys are going like, hey, she's a... She's she's he's the guy that lady he's filming right now. She's like a fucking she's like a fucking porn star. Won no. like a porn award, whatever they call them, the boners or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Is this some guy the talking boners? About, uh, I don't know. I don't think it was the boners. Did you win a boner? I read somewhere that, uh, <laughs> but, no, it's like, but it's like this dude talking and pointing at Amber Amber Lynn. I read somewhere that Sika auditioned for a small role in this movie, but turned it down because Frankenheimer hit on her too much. Oh, Good God. God. <laughs> Fuck, Jeez. Frankenheimer could be could, could be total hearsay, but that's what uh, I heard. But anyway. So that's and, where that's where you meet him, and you see, and then John Glover, like uh, Kelly Preston, does not like him, and he's like filming her. She's just hanging out in and her he's clothes. Got an she's patch. upset because she's got the eye patch and the giant video camera. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Too. And, and she's he's like, just she's going like around not, sort of randomly shooting porn stuff. She's like barely in the movie, but you, you know, in this one scene, you get the idea. Like she's not doing great in like a lot of ways, and then like she kicks him, she kicks him away, and he like is he is not happy about it. He's already, and that's when you you realize, oh, this is the guy who's trying to. And yeah. and the buddy goes, she's had a rough night. Hey, you want some jerky? Yeah, like that's his that's his like catchphrase. Is you want some jerky? <laughs> want some jerky? <laughs> yeah, he's like Robert Trevor. Yeah, yeah. He's unmist- He's kind of unmistakable, like because they got a mask on in the scene where he's introduced, but he's just got this thick ass accent. So like the minute that he like talks, yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, that's the guy yeah. in the mask. It's like, uh, get down there and do this porno like this, all right? Go on down there, down the ocean. We're gonna shoot this porno. <laughs> but he, but they, uh, they, he, he, I love fucking Baltimore accent. He gives him, yeah, he gives him the Baltimore accent is maybe my favorite accent. It's yeah. almost the exact same as Philly. When but, like, I, when I get, when little, I get real mad, sometimes mine comes out. Oh so. my god, let's see if we can get you mad. Today. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little <laughs> different <laughs> than the Philly accent, but it's like, it's just there's something about it where you're like, where did that? fucking come yeah, from it's bananas it's so strange the only thing john glover doesn't do in this movie with the accent is call everybody hun which is what every woman will do to you in, in baltimore <laughs> you try to go to a diner in baltimore order anything what do you want hun well he's got the accent but he's still been on the west coast for a long yeah. time so but uh so they uh they get they get the fuck you from Rashider and they're in the car and essentially like that's when you figure out the the order of who's the boss yeah. so you're like because he because he's fucking pissed uh the other guy uh clarence williams third is like like well I'll do whatever and the other guy's like well I guess that caper didn't work out so let's try something else yeah. and we're, we're yeah, gonna, he's like we're gonna improvise he's like oh let's get he's he's basically like the other guy who runs the porn store is kind of like ah oh, well that well you know we tried and we failed let's not let's not do anything crazy and they're like we're gonna do something <laughs> you want some jerky crazy <laughs> there you want some jerky this is one of those plans where where like I guess the the way that it starts the the way that their original plan works out because they're trying to get something like a hundred thousand yeah. dollars from this guy and you're like all right I'm not a criminal but like their plan is they're trying to extort this dude you're like okay but at a certain point there's like bodies dropping and then the amount of money keeps going down where it's sort of like 52,000 now and it's like I don't think this is worth the trouble guys maybe just stick to the porn and come up with a different plan (laughs) yeah make some better porn is it worth dying going to jail for life for 52 grand well it's 52 grand a year at one point that they're trying to get out of them not not enough seems like more trouble than it's worth but then don't is it this point now that they send him the video of them murdering the girl yep Yep. Yeah, at a certain point, things yeah. escalate. Yeah, and, uh, it's and this, kind of this, a brutal... It's really brutal, It's pretty yeah. fucked up. It's, yeah. it's literally a snuff movie. Yeah. And then John Glover's narrating the whole thing. He's like, all right, so I don't like this this uh, framing here, but this is this performance is really great. You're going to find it's very realistic. <laughs> and uh, and then they like put this board... They like they, they put they, a big wooden board. They rip her shirt open first. Yeah. Just, it's been like 10 minutes it's before that, there were any boobs. Right? It's yeah. that kind of movie. <laughs> Then they put this board over. I never didn't quite understand what that was all about. And then it was—it's because they wanted him to think that they're not really killing her. 
And they're oh. like, they're trying to show him that it's real. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. so it's not fake blood there. Yeah. Oh, and the they, woods blowing up. Yeah, they're trying to make sure that he's aware of it. Like they, like that they actually shot her with a projectile, so he doesn't think it was faked. Gotcha. So that's why they show him the board. It's got bullet holes all the way through it, and See she's that? dead. Bullet uh, holes in the board there. With can his fake that? gun. With his gun. With his gun. Yeah, we got that's... your gun, and we got your coat. And we they like tie a string to a to a to the gun's trigger yeah. and that's very elaborate. Yeah. And then they're showing him the movie and uh, and they really feel like they've got Roy Scheider over a barrel at this point. And this is where we get some like classic Roy Scheider cracking up type yeah. stuff too. That's a, that's pretty fun. And I'm a huge a, Roy Scheider fan. Yeah. Sequest uh, DSV mostly because of Sequest. Yeah. And all the interactions he had with Darwin, the uh, the talking dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> they just and had Jonathan real chemistry. Brandis, R.I.P. R.I.P. Jonathan Brandis. That was, that was like the real elite team on TV for it was, a long time. It was time. great. Yeah. It was a good Brandis, show. Scheider, and uh, Darwin. Do you remember when, remember, were you, did you still watch the show when Scheider left and Michael Ironside took over? Fuck no. What? You don't remember that? No. Well, I do now, but... Yeah, Scheider ditched the show after like a season or two, and they got Michael Ironside uh, on there. The rich man's... Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. The, uh, another man. That show was like... Remember, that show was supposed to be like a huge hit. Like well, it, was it was NBC, Spielberg. primetime, Spielberg. Yeah, yeah. They teased it forever. Nobody knew what it was about, and it turns out it was just like a big fucking submarine with a dolphin yeah. on Nobody it. Liked it sucked. It, it broke my terrible. little heart, too, because I, I like underwater stuff. Yeah. I like Spielberg. Oh, I like, leave to pee, and these guys are talking about submarines again. <laughs> Yeah. What's the deal? Sequest this time. Oh. I, I was. I yeah. I wanted to see. Do you remember? Do you remember? Sequest. I wanted Sequest to be failed, good too. And then they tried to do that other sci-fi show called Earth Two, where Earth, Tim oh Curry was boy. there, and they had the weird aliens that came out of the dirt. Uh-uh. It's the no yeah. Spielberg, Spielberg. Spielberg TV is poison. It's always poison. It's, it's poison. What was a dinosaur show that we loved? <laughs> oh, yeah. Terra Fir- Terra 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 Indiana. It's Terra Firma, or was it just Terra? Terra Nova. Terra Nova. Welcome to Terra Nova. That was a Spielberg. Spielberg. He calls. Eat your eyes for jujubes. <laughs> he calls a specific kind of dinosaur a coward. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the Zabalopods are cowards. They oh, run from the slightest man. provocation. What a terrible program. Uh, did yeah. you, so, wait, did you talk about... I got we talked about the did murder. You about, did you talk about how, how at the end when they like they, they leave and turn the lights on and he's sitting in the chair she was just murdered in and then she's... <laughs> oh, yeah. And, then she's, and, he's, and he's in that room and you're yeah, like, yep. they just did this yeah, right yep. before they fucking yeah. got you. And it's, like, it's like more... It's like it's fucked intense. up. They're showing him this video they kidnapped him take him to this place yeah. show him this video and you're like that's fucked up and then when they turn on the lights after they when they're leaving they're like you're there haha <laughs> bye physical evidence <laughs> it's, yep. Yep. it's fucked up it's the kind of movie that has like porn and snuff movies and like mm-hmm. and it's just real grimy and it reminded me to a certain degree of ricochet because yeah. it is about people just destroying trying systematically destroying a guy's life except it's way it seems more random like with ricochet there's a reason why he's doing it and yeah. this well, one they're like i mean, it's, it's made i by guess a, we're just picking on this guy and, and it's also made by a filmmaker who's trying to make a movie for adults as opposed yeah. to like <laughs> fucking joel silver <laughs> and russell mulcahy who are like on crack. I That's feel like true. I mean I feel like in this one you know the the motivation is money, but it's also like the, especially for the John Glover character that it's like that it's like that he told he said fuck you as soon as he said like fuck you I'm not paying you. That's it. That was that was he's, it's, it's, it's he's, his it's his like his like his pride. He's like fuck you, fuck you. Yeah, fuck yeah. you. That's the last straw. <laughs> yeah, essentially, like he's just like though I'm not gonna lie down for that. And Schneider's the same way because yep. he ca- he's he's bummed for a little bit, but then he's like, "I'm gonna go meet my uh, girlfriend's friend Vanity yep. at the photo place, at the porno photo place." And, he gets out like twenty thousand dollars. Like, here's twenty thousand dollars. I'm gonna go 
see this. By the way, and, and Roy Schneider is one of those old actors that like shows up and just women want to fuck him. It's <laughs> yeah. like vanities. I, I want to fuck Roy Schneider. I mean, yeah, come on. Uh, th- this this Schneider, establishment Schneider. and the way it. that it works, or vanity works, <laughs> and the way that it functions is like so weird to me now. Because you know, porn's totally different. You just go on the internet and watch some porno. But this this is a whole place where. You go to the place and you pay money yep. for the girl's time, for the use of the Polaroid camera, yeah. and for the film, and then you go into a room and the girl takes her clothes off and you take a bunch of pictures of her and you get to keep the Polaroids. That's what I was saying earlier. Yeah. It's that's so weird. That, that's what I said earlier. That's like that movie Model Shop. Did you watch that? Uh, no, I did not. Is yeah, that what happens That's in that what movie? it's about. That's no, what the shit. Model Shop is. The Model Shop, that's what the mo- the titular Model Shop is that they, he goes and takes pictures of uh, so wild. whoever the French actress is in that. I and forget. then he comes out and he starts Whoa. taking pictures of Leo and he's like, you can't. Do you that. can't do that. You can't do that. Give me that picture. Give me that picture. I'll and then some jerky. And then there's this picture. guy, this like kid that works with Leo there. That's like, oh what? Oh, what I, don't do? I don't know. I don't What am I supposed to do? I just, I just need uh, what? Oh what? I do want to. I do want to say that this scene with vanity was ripped off heavily on almost every episode of Game of Thrones because it is, uh, <laughs> se- is pure sex position because yeah, she's yeah. just stripping naked and telling, then telling you telling what you need on. to know yeah. all at the same she time. She really yeah. liked you. Uh-huh. And she likes. She invites uh, Scheider. I'm saying it right now to her apartment. <laughs> like his plans working perfectly. And what she says, uh, you're after something, right? And it ain't pussy. Like she's on to him, and she gives him a Henry Weinhards, which which is a weird sex thing to do to we- somebody. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like Henry, Wein- like, and I what, think, what even is that anymore? It's yeah. It's like who's drinking Henry Weinhards yeah. in the L.A. porn world? And she just keeps giving him information. Yeah. yeah. For whatever reason, and it is like game. It's like, and I think she's in like lingerie, like mm-hmm. at her house too. Well, I think in, in, in the it's Does a, she wear it's regular implied, clothes at any point in this movie. It's, in, it's implied that she's, she's like lingerie. That yeah. he's gonna go back to her. That he's like got so much money. She's like, well, come, fucking come home. I will <clears throat> fuck you yeah, I mean, and you know, like, get another twenty grand. Exactly. My yeah. old man's gonna like a cut of this. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and, and she's, and you know, it's, it's a lot of people like that. Oh, there's always these characters in these books and movies. There's Elmer Leonard stuff where it's like these sort of innocent characters who are with the wrong people mm-hmm. where you're yeah. like, ah, yeah. you know, but you're like, and so you're kind of like meets characters and you're like, God damn it. You're doomed. But I kind of, I wish she's, you weren't. She's got an act. It's fine. And then he, he uses this information to track down uh, John Glover at, at the porno theater. And, the, and this at. is a, gr- a very yeah. authentic scene as a movie projectionist. <laughs> yeah. They actually show him make a changeover. Yeah. That's right. 35, very accurately yep. done. And and there's a poster for uh, Water Power, notorious <laughs> porn about the Enema Bandit. One of the most fucked up movies I've ever seen. Yeah, hanging hanging in the background. <laughs> yeah. but, and, but and you hear and you just hear that fucking loud ass projector the whole time. Yeah, like, yeah. even yeah. in the lobby. That that scene actually. The, I don't know, and I don't know if you guys thought this, but that the opening scene where he's talking to the girl at the at the ticket counter. I was like, it it's like almost exactly like that scene in Taxi Driver. Right, and he, even to the point where he's like. Well, uh, what's what's your name? Where he's like almost kind, kind of, of talking, in this yeah. one, he's like just trying to get to the boss. But in Taxi Driver, he's like kind of hitting on the girl, and it's gross. <laughs> but it was like weirdly, I'm like, oh, is this like him going like, you know, sh- we'll shoot it like the, exactly like that scene that uh, Martin Scorsese did in Taxi Driver, because <laughs> yeah. it's also at a porno theater where you can hear like the projector running in the background. When I when he came into when he was in the uh, concessions area of that yeah. porno theater, I wanted him to order a bunch of crazy like snacks like <laughs> like, like, like like a couple uh, of some juju's. lemon drops and. Uh, <laughs> Let me get nine bags, and, uh, bags of candy, three popcorns. And uh, some illegal fireworks. <laughs> illegal fireworks. <laughs> a bottle of old Harper. Pa- panty and shields. Yep. Yep. One of those disposable animas. <laughs> and 
uh, but there's you got this... any Vaseline? <laughs> yeah. But he goes up and sees John Glover. I don't know John what you're up for, but count me out. Glover's great in this scene. Glo- I think Glo- John Glover is my favorite thing in this movie. But he's he's, great. he's so it's fucking great. Like him and CW3. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not the guy. What guy? Uh, what do you but, mean? But there's a part here where Scheider kind of... And, and we we do, we know from earlier exposition that Scheider is a, mil, a former military man, yeah. so he can handle himself. Um, they might have chosen what is, the wrong what is Scheider, man to fuck What with. does he say to him when he's like walking out of the projection booth? Because isn't John Glover like, what about the money? Uh, I can't. I can't remember. What but, about the but ten thousand? But at one point, he's got. He's like. He's got him like up against a wall or something like that. And he goes, "Something about your face makes me want to slap the shit out of it." <laughs> and it's like you want John Glover to go like, "That's that's my money maker. That's what I do in Hollywood. I look like this. I am a sleaze bag. I, I, I'm probably a perfectly nice guy, but I look a certain way. He is. He is not a perfectly nice guy. And I, oh, John Glover, the actor. Oh, the actor. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm yeah. sure he's. Sorry, not. I, I thought you talking I thought, about John. Glover. I thought you meant the character. I'm like the character. The character is. I feel not like the character nice in this movie is. Not a nice guy. I would, a, I would deem a, him repulsive. A team up movie with like him, William Atherton. Oh yeah, yeah. and uh, what's the guy who's also in Die Hard? Paul Gleason. Uh, yes. yep. Paul Gleason, the principal from Breakfast Club. <laughs> Did Just you like, get that? Shitheads. The movie. <laughs> they they look a certain way, and they always play the same kind of character. John Glover uh, played more like dangerous guys yeah. than those guys, though. Like John yeah. Glover. Like the, I mean, the, Jeffrey, no, Jeffrey Jones could be in this. Oh, Ooh yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, but there's a wrench into that. Oh, another yeah. another thing that I wanted to point out that I just thought that I just thought was funny because we were watching this at work and uh, you, there's porno. You're watching li- there's, this 52. Pick yeah, up there's porno job. lightly going on in the background yeah. and you and you hear a certain guy in the porno movie going, "Oh yeah!" <laughs> like three <laughs> times every time he does. They're it, watching. It's really funny. They're watching Stick. It's when he takes the Frankfurter <laughs> out of the chili. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. The whole scene is like the whole that whole scene is just people going. Ugh. Uh, oh yeah! Uh, in the background, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's just they're just there's just porno playing in the background. Uh, it's the kind of movie it is. It's very it's very por- it's, it's very porny. <laughs> it's the porniest movie we've seen on uh, we've done on this podcast. What about Body Double? It's uh, almost almost pornier than that because Body Double is so stylized that you're like yeah. essentially porn. You're like porn becomes like an art film for yeah. like five minutes. Yeah, right. movie. This one you're like ew. No, we this is we like in, do... in Body Double. You're like you're never like this is the actual porn industry. Yeah. And this one you're like yeah, this is what it's like. This fucking and we creep. forgot we forgot to review the hand job that rocks the cradle. So <laughs> yeah. so then so so John Glover is is not so happy forth. that that Scheider has like found him there. And uh, and so uh, he takes it out on his his two his two friends. He's like, "Who's talking? Who, who's spilling who's talking the, to me here? Who's spilling the beans here?" <laughs> and then uh, and, and Clarence Williams the uh, third. Which one of that- you guys is spilling all of our beans? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's the one. Uh, it's my accent. I could do that one better than anybody. But this is one of my favorite parts because Clarence Williams the Third has been like he's a very like quiet and broody mm-hmm. and like I, there's a certain you, way you that know... I expect Clarence Williams the Third to be and he's not that way for a lot of this movie. Man, we got to do the General's Daughter. He's real good. But you, one, but God. you know that he, you know that he's like that. You're like he's very quiet and broody, but you're also like. That guy's psych- like psycho sort of way. And so when he's when he's uh, bracing, like he's the only one of them that I think had done prison time. Yeah, like when, he's, when he's bracing he's vanity, character. he finally gets to cork like full on Clarence Williams the third, and he starts and he starts he's Ooh. like sweating a bunch, and he's like she's like suffocating yeah. her with a teddy bear. It's the real, like, it's the real cute scene that Spencer yeah. was uh, referencing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What Snuggles. did he want? Huh? Huh? And uh, and he's like starting to talk in that higher Clarence Williams register, and it's like I I don't know, he's just really relishing well, did, this. Did this he role. come to buy or did he come to talk? Did he come yeah. to talk? And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty great because he's been it's a character that's been very subdued the whole movie, and then he like snaps, and you're like, this guy's fucking scary. Yeah, 
And then he goes. Then he goes to, to Shider's Shider, house. And he's, Shider, he's yep. like going to go there and kill him yeah. or whatever. While Shider's he doesn't know listening that... to free jazz and <laughs> changing spark plugs. <laughs> he's he's and, and Margaret And Margaret this whole time is like, she comes in and he's changing spark plugs and she's like starts yelling at him. Plugs? This is what she says. I hope you know what you can do with those plugs when you get them out. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's, I, she's very mad actually, she's, I, I don't so. want to, she's like not in the movie a ton, but she's actually really good. In yeah. She's really also, good. She does, still really hot too. She's playing like that kind of person that's like she's trying to deal with this whole thing and it keeps getting worse they also don't play her like somebody's wife i mean she's like she yeah she's she's a solid person and she plays a scene where she's but she's in bed she's playing 52 pickup no she's playing solitaire something (laughs) but she's sipping whiskey and she plays slightly buzz yeah, yeah. really well like yeah. people don't usually people are like super fucked up in movies maybe she took a bunch of pills re- in real life too though yeah so. she <laughs> seems kind of, and and one thing i want to mention is she has a cat and they show the cat a lot in this movie and usually the cat would be like skinned and hanging on the yeah, door. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And as far as I know, the cat lives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't show the cat at the. Maybe they cut it. They're they like, I mean, well, they, I don't you can fuck so. around with vanity all day in this movie, but don't fucking kill the cat. We, I think like, we would all remember. Golander Globus says, "I love, yeah, yeah, I love yeah. pussy." And Frankenheimer's <laughs> like, "Oh shit, I better let the cat live." Like, <laughs> misunderstood. That's but the cat lives. It's. It, uh, but um, I think we would all remember if there was a skinned or dead cat in this. They don't. <laughs> Memorable the, scene. No, but, I don't recall. I think Spencer's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, but he's or, Clarence William Bobby. Bobby. Okay. Yes, Clarence Williams yeah. is already in the house, or Roy Scheider. Like this is this is actually pretty some fun, like kind of almost horror movie like misdirection because yeah. right because uh, uh, Anne Margaret is stalking around the house in the dark, and then Roy it's like a jump scare, and Roy Scheider grabs her and he's like, "Oh, quiet! Yeah, that's right. There's someone in the house." And then yeah, he like he takes her upstairs and he goes, uh, "He goes like, I want you to hide in this closet, and then and I'll come get you." And then he like opens the closet, and then fucking Clarence Williams the third is in the closet that he wants right, to put her, and right. then they start fighting. They goes he goes down the stairs. And then the, the, the fight like spills outside. At a certain yeah. point, Clarence Williams is running from Roy Scheider, and then he like falls down a hill and into like a pool. I guess they have like a little like pond in their yeah. property. They're yeah. pretty. They're pretty they're, rich. They're rich. One of the they're themes of the people. movies is that Roy Scheider and Anne Margaret are rich, but not that rich. They're yeah. not rich enough to well, be able to expend pro- that kind of money. They're not. Uh, what's his name from? Uh, they're not uh, George Siegel from uh, Stick. Yeah, yeah he's not. got a nice house and a nice car, but he can't afford to give. Them still, he still has a job. Yeah. He shows the book. I think it happened earlier. He shows uh, uh, Glover the books, and he's like, "I don't know." He literally grand. shows him his taxes. He's, he's like, like well, "I got this a, is what I got. Man. I got a balloon payment on my house, and I got a big tax bill. I can pay you fifty grand." And that kind of fifty-two, plays, fifty-two grand. Yeah. But that kind of plays in later, like. John Glover's already. John Glover doesn't a, tell his cohort. Yeah. He's already working a side deal. Part of uh, Scheider's plan is to tear these guys apart from then the he, inside. Because then he convinces uh, Bobby. Yeah. yeah. Like he's like he's like I'll, he's basically like I'll give you the money. Yeah. Well, they get in a fight. He pours him a drink, yeah. and he's got he the goes, great lines. Shit, a motherfucker breaks in your house and you always serve him drinks? <laughs> so great. And that's another thing you wouldn't expect. Yeah. Like that's a very Elmore Leonard move. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, and I think he says when a. And I can't. I don't know who. It must be Bobby again, 
When a man pulls shit on me, he's either very brave or very stoned. That's probably a Shider line. That's probably a Shider line. But anyway, no, that's Clarence Williams. Can, is that Clarence Williams? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Leonard, and, and he's talking to John Glover in this case. Oh, is yeah, that yeah, later? Yeah, because oh, okay. Shider is like putting a putting a uh, thoughts in their heads that ter- tear them that t- tear the, the bad guy group apart. Right, right. He's turning them clever. against each other. Yeah, yeah. Very clever. There's always good dialogue in Elmore Leonard movies, even the bad ones, because like it like if you take the dialogue from his books, because he's like famous. That's like his he's like the dialogue guy like even if the plots of his books are like whatever you're like it's always these long scenes of this great back and forth dialogue that feels like so fucking real <clears throat> that's like oh this is just an actual conversation that he that he like wrote down mm. for the book or something so you know but uh but so there's always great lines like that yeah and yeah. also just like clever <laughs> people I don't know. Yeah, so at this so at this point, uh, it's but he like he turns them all on each he's other. He's turning them all on each other, and then of course, he, Leo is going to be the first to go because right. Leo. Well, but there's the a gr- before member. that. There's that great scene where uh, where Bobby goes to see uh, John, John Glover, Glover and, and he's, he's like he's in his speedo and he, oh, he's, he's, he's filming, he's filming a porno, yes. and he's in his spe- and he's in his, his underpants, so many and he's like he's like make movie. the bitches leave, and she's like, what did he call us? Yeah, <laughs> my favorite is when when he puts the gun on him, and the John Glover is like, okay, fine, girls, get out, we're done, and they're like, no. Oh, come on! <laughs> we were having fun making a porno. Like, great. well, there's a guy with a gun here. Yeah. Maybe he <laughs> might and want to leave. He's, he's like, oh, so he like knows that he's trying to scam him, and he's like, tell me how much, and he's like, no, nah. and he's like, shoots the TV. Yeah, and he shoots a bunch of his shit. He his shoots the equipment. fucking mirrored ceiling. Yeah. Most, most importantly, he gets on his knees and points well, his gun directly at, the, at John the, Glover's dick. At the very end, because John Glover's <laughs> not giving it up the whole time, and then he points the gun at his like, dick. Well, and he's like, point that at my joint there, eh? And he's like, okay, that became Canadian. Dish Farina there. <laughs> Should have John Glover and Deep Dish Farina have a have a kind of like my dinner with Andre kind of conversation. Deep, deep chip beef, John Glover. <laughs> if it can be, if Farina's it? just eating an endless <laughs> pie, endless plates crab spaghetti, just eat crabs. He's got, yeah, he's no, he's just eating like all table. this fucking plates of spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna eat all that spaghetti? Are you gonna eat all that spaghetti, there, Dennis? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna eat all those crabs? <laughs> Let's get some chip beef. Can so, I have so a little then, bit of that spaghetti, so please? Because so that happens. He points the gun at his dick, and that's when they decide like weak link is Leo. What is yep. he even doing? He in is this? the weak link. They're all they, like everybody in the movie is like yeah. they she shouldn't have been involved in this. At some point, uh, the, like Roy Scheider visits Leo. Yeah, yeah. And he's and, like, and he's like genuinely scared. He's like, I don't know what these guys are gonna do. I didn't know they were gonna kill that girl. Yeah. And they're ah, and they're in crying. such a sleazy bar. It's like I, I was a little bit like, yeah, this movie is sort of sleazy. But the bar they get together, and Leo and uh, Scheider, yeah. uh, there's no sign on the outside. <clears throat> it looks like a real bar. So you know it's a classy yeah. joint. Yeah, you know it's a classy joint. And uh, Leo's really nervous, and it's one of those movie things where he's got like five drinks that <laughs> yeah. aren't quite finished <laughs> on his table. And uh, and he says he wants some jerky. And But the weird thing, it's a shitty bar, but you can tell there's a, a kitchen in the background. Yeah. There's a guy cooking in the background. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this is, this is a sleazy bar, but... They, they wouldn't have a kitchen. Yeah, they wouldn't have a kitchen. But um, <laughs> uh, And I feel bad for Leo because it happens a lot. Like He's almost seen as the sleaziest one because he's gay. Yeah, he's coded gay. He's coded right. gay, and he kind of has the sadder death. Like, well, he's—I mean, he's the guy. I mean, he's like. Well, I'm gonna, I, guess I want to address that a little bit. John later, Glover's but making yeah. pornos, yeah. but he's like he owns the you know the the gross like uh, naked lady photo brothel, yeah, or whatever. You know, I mean, it's implied that they go you go take photos, but also it's kind of like if you give us more money, you can who knows what you can do yeah. in those rooms. You know, I don't think that it's like you know, but. 
So he's like, I think he's because he's seen as the scum, the scummiest of all of them. Yeah, sort yeah. of. Even though like the John Glover character is clearly yeah. is like the worst. The brains. He's the brain, but he's also like the grossest of all of them. Yeah. So then Bobby goes to Leo at work, and well, there's a there's, that's a great scene because Leo awesome. they're like closing up, or he goes to see him. Counting money. At well, the, he's at he's the, trying to get on his way out. Leo's on he's his way out. He's trying to bail, and he's like, "There's only 150 bucks in here." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go get the girl. Him and paychecks. the him and the yeah. him and the poor kid who works with him. Who is a, I think his him. boyfriend. Yep. Okay. And oh, they're yeah, they're kind of yeah. like they're kind of gonna see, get out of there. I didn't catch any of that. He's I'm definitely. Just, yeah. I'm just dumb. He like kisses his hands and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and the, I was and probably so, looking away when that happened. Like, and oh, so Bobby sorry. like Clarence Williams shows up and is kind of asking him a bunch of menacing questions, and then at a certain point goes like, "All right, I'm just going to leave now." <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and again, Leo's like, "Whew!" And this is this is like I don't know I don't know if it's my favorite scene, but it's up there where uh, where the Leo and his boyfriend are talking to each other, and they're in front of this window. Yeah. That, this like painted yeah. over window live, live, nude girls. live nude girls on it yeah. and then the boyfriend we'll be, goes like leo i think we're in real trouble here or something we'll, and leo we'll goes fine. we'll be fine the second afterwards yeah. the dude he starts shooting him through the window and then he so uh, bobby, that dude gets uh, bobby kills them both that dude gets shot and then bobby shoots uh shoots uh, leo yeah Shoot, getting shot from behind a window uh, when you thought you were safe is also a, like a big Frank, and he does that in a bunch of movies. Really? It's like most famously in Manchurian Candidate mm-hmm. uh, the, with, the, with the milk. Oh, right. yeah. Which gets stolen in Lethal Weapon, by the way. And Terminator, Shit. sort of. Yeah, Terminator but, 2, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, with, the, with the you know yeah, but the 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 the, the literally like holding the the carton of milk and and in from is from Manchurian Candidate. Yeah, and yeah, he, yeah. he does that again in Lethal Weapon, which is obviously not Frankenheimer, but I think that's neat just because at the time Lethal Weapon was made, nobody had seen Manchurian Candidate in twenty five years. That's true because it had been suppressed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so right. nobody would have wow. known that that was a gag. We don't. Nobody remembers that now. I know. Nobody that, remembers that, that now. Had, that movie like got shut down. Yeah, like for fucking ever. Anyway, weird, Crazy. weird Frankenheimer tangent. That's uh. But uh, yeah, and this is when so but, so at this point uh, there's he's starting to weed out the the people. We've already got one bad guy dead. <laughs> yep, and we're starting to get into the end, and even end game and even here. he's like quote unquote bad guy because he's basically like the least as soon bad. As, as soon as the extortion doesn't as the blackmail doesn't work, he's kind of like well let's not do that anymore. And they're like no we're gonna kill people now. Yeah. He's like oh no. No. Let's run a crooked card game uh, and steal people's yeah, I know. money. <laughs> He's not a real criminal. No. And so uh so is the is Clarence Williams the third still around when uh, He's the one who kills Leo. Yeah. And kills John Leo. Glover. But kills is he still him. around when John Glover puts it into Endgame and kidnaps Anne Margaret? Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. kidnap yeah. Anne Margaret. They kidnap, kidnap Margaret. her together. They kidnap Anne Margaret, and then this, uh, this is where an, 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 another hallmark of just how this this movie is pretty fucked up and sleazy. He uh, he starts shooting up Anne Margaret with heroin mm-hmm. and uh, rapes her. Uh, and he says, I mean, off, you don't see camera, it. It's off but, camera, but, but yeah. it absolutely and happens. And uh, she's not feeling so good. And he goes, "That's okay. Don't." Or you guys should do it in your. Uh, <laughs> what does he I say? I forget it. what he says. Yeah, that's okay. Don't let it ruin your high, though. Or she's puking. She starts yeah. puking. Don't He's let like, it ruin your high, there. <laughs> <laughs> and she's he he grabs her when she's in the swimming pool, and uh, and she like swims up, yeah, and then he sees her feet, and then pans up to him, and he goes, mm, "You swim good." Good strong legs and a terrific ass. Nice rack. <laughs> and then he kidnaps her. Yeah. This is a real sleazy character. Uh, and then at, at this point, when he's 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 getting his his kind of like final plan in order, he just basically mows mows down Clarence. Well, Clarence Williams William III. and Vanity show uh, show up, and, and then blows and he, Vanity away. And you away. think you, he, the Clarence Williams character you feel like has the upper hand because you're like 
haven't yeah. you've seen him be the psycho and killing right. actually killing people and then but then it turns out he gets John but Glover he gets, gets, a, drop he gets on a drop on him he shoots him there's a whole thing where Vanity tries to get, to away. get away but she he like closes the garage door yeah, and it's yeah. like one of those things where it's like one of those slow motion deaths where you're like yeah you're doomed but you kind of go no she's gonna get away no she's no, not no, no she might get away is she gonna get away no she's not dead. at all no yeah. she did not and get away she was third build I think it was yeah maybe like well, yeah, she'd been, she'd been pretty famous at the yeah. time. She's yeah. good in it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I thought Vanity was a pretty good actor, and she's in all uh, quite a few, uh, at least a handful of movies that I really like. Action Jackson, not not so much good. Action, Action Jackson is great, and yeah. uh, 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 never, never too, too young, young to die. die. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Which but is I mean, really t- a yeah. real treat. Yeah. Uh, uh, but and she's you know I think been naked in all of them. Yeah. Uh, God bless her. <clears throat> <laughs> And uh, so, so she's uh, there's only only a few players left in this, and yeah. uh, and basically it seems like uh, this this is when the movie because the movie hasn't been necessarily unrealistic per se. It's a ridiculous movie and it's outlandish and all this, Tightened, but yeah. it's it, but yeah. it's not been like this is all stuff that could happen, sure. Mm-hmm. And then it, and it ends with a <laughs> incredible. Like, I, I, it's I love very, it. It's I, very canony, and I, I do and I think that the, very, I do think that the car that the car bombing is set up with the earlier scene. It's with set the explosives. up. It's just so crazy. So you so it like so, but I mean, yeah, but it doesn't not make sense. It doesn't not. They like, didn't work. plant the John Philip Sousa though. Like because he's listening to the jazz, <laughs> I know, when he gets yeah. stuck in the car. It should have been like. <laughs> so they, yeah, so I they know, have I a wish. final. <laughs> but, but, yeah, right. but everybody hates jazz. So <laughs> yeah, but it's like marching band. He would get out of the car much faster if it was jazz. Yeah. Leave me out of this car. I'm sick of this jazz. I'm sick of this fucking jazz music. What is this? Oh, my God. It's just noodly. Can you put some John Philip Sousa on or something like that for me? Jazz music is fucking dirt. It's fucking stupid. Uh, dirt music. Dirt music. Uh, so there's a final showdown on a bridge, and uh, and they're going to switch. He's going to give him the 52000 or maybe his, more. Plus his, plus his like, car. Plus his car. His plus awesome his car. Because, oh. of course, these guys are like, these guys are criminals. But they're yeah. like, I mean, at this point, he's getting $50,000, and a whole bunch of people are dead. Yeah. Oh, and, that's and, a classic. That's another like classic Elmore Leonard thing is that like. It's for the, 50 grand. By the end yeah. of the, you're like, what was this all for? It's like yeah. the end of Fargo, yeah. you know, and all for a little bit of money. For yeah. a little money. You know. And here you are. It's a beautiful day. Yeah. And there's a and there's a part where like right like the hours before or a day before their final meeting we see Scheider purpose, purposely go into his garage and like shut the door like yeah. there's a plan and but they don't show you what happens yeah. so the showdown happens he's got this cool kind of like midlife crisis uh, sports car and the the guy likes it but at a certain point earlier in the movie John Glover goes like you got a terrible radio in there yeah, yeah. getting a bit oh, better stereo. Yeah, I didn't catch that. That's and, a lot and of foreshadowing. So, uh, so he's like, "I'm going to take your car too, and I'm going to take your money. Here's your strung out wife. Anne Margaret has been raped and is on heroin. Yeah. It's fucking that's that's pretty Brutal. fucked up, yeah. gnarly. Yeah. And uh, and he takes, but she's alive, and he yeah. t- he takes her back, and he's like, "Now I'm going to get into your car, and I win." <laughs> yeah. I'll just start up this car. He's like, "Did you get the radio fixed?" The radio. He's like, "The radio's, radio's fixed. fixed." And he starts the car, and you're kind of like, "Oh, I guess it." I kind of was expecting it to explode. Blow up. Nope, and then he's he's like, I, I now I'm just gonna drive away. It's gonna be fine. And he turns the radio on, and uh, the door. No, the radio's on when he turns the car on. Well, he turns the radio on. Oh, that's right. And, no, that yeah, makes, that's right. The, and ma- makes the locks yeah. go mm-hmm. down. He's locked in the car now, and then it Roy starts Shatter's playing. Comes on. Roy Shatter's voice, he's and like, he says, "Hey, dickhead! Hey, dickhead! Or hey, sport! Because hey, that's yeah, the he thing keeps that calling he's calling people sport. Hey, sport! No, hey, hi, Alan. This is the first and last ten seconds of your <laughs> life. And then they play some John Philip Sousa, and he's like, got ten seconds apparently, and he's like, just, like shoots the window. Oh, out, that's the best when he's shooting out. From he's trying to the shoot car, the door. He's trying to shoot the, the handles off. come out of the car. It's so good. That's awesome. And then like, there's oh, a close-up of him going, "No!" 
But then nobody he says doesn't Roy Shatter says like goodbye sport. I think he says goodbye sport. On the, on the... And then roll the fucking credits. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I mean, you know, I'm you know yeah, I'm doing from this podcast, I'm a huge fan of like movies over, roll the credits. Yeah. Yes. Like you don't go to the next scene where like him and his wife have a discussion or, because or, that would be depressing. Or you do stick and you like start rolling the credits before the movie's, before the even, movie's over. even over. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's a fucking uh, awesome ending, and and just a just a, a movie that's not necessarily a serious movie, but kind of more legit than canon usually makes. I mean, just having Frankenheimer at right. the helm. Does well, I mean, that. there's really nothing else like that in the movie. There's no like no. There's is there a car chase in this at some point? I don't even think there is. No. There's not even like a bunch of shoehorn. There's a part where Roy Shatter like drives fast, angrily around town into like the hills. Yeah, when he the first score, finds out, he drives. He goes on a quick. The drive. score in this movie is wildly. It's weird. It's it's, it's wildly inconsistent because at some points it's like really synthy and like fucking yeah. great, and then at other points like the the end credits music is just terrible. It's just like that kind of. It's like an '80s thing where they're There's like, that we don't, Anne Murray song '52 pickup that don't, plays over the end. <laughs> we we don't know what to do with this soundtrack. It's just gonna be whatever. We did it in a week. Uh, I got a couple quotes here. Um, this is this is earlier on when John Glover is showing the. the just, this is John Glover just showing a video of Schreider like cheating mm-hmm. before things start to really escalate to murder and stuff. And he's and he's still got the mask on. He's, you start chasing that young pussy, you got to stay in shape. I bet she drains you I dry. Bet she drains you dry. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, this is this is this is. Um, and Margaret Landing. Uh, by the way, Anne Margaret and uh, Candy Bergen co-stars in Carnal Knowledge. Uh, uh, I, I call Anne Margaret Carnal Knowledge. So. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I call Art Garfunkel Carnal Knowledge myself. And Margaret is is very concerned over the Carnal Knowledge. And Margaret is very is very hung up on the fact that uh, Scheider's mistress is twenty two, and uh, and at one point she kind of. Uh, slams him barb. and she goes our marriage has lasted 23 years longer than she's been alive yeah, good <laughs> one. god damn yeah. I got a couple of things she, I wanted to point she's out about got, and this. she's got every right to zing him at that point because oh, you're, yeah. like, you're like yeah fuck you what do you got well there's this uh, this is one of the only this is the only one of the three that I've read the book and this ah. deviates from the book in some really interesting ways one is that he in the book Scheider's character is is dealing with like a union dispute and he's like Basically, trying to stifle the union at his factory, huh. so it's got this weird—it's got this weird anti-labor shtick. Whether it's meaning to be there or not, it's there. And in the book, the union boss firebombs his house, which is where he gets the idea for the bomb. Holy shit! Okay, now, you can see why that would make—wouldn't make the cut though. I mean, yeah. it's just a lot more. Um, and it's kind of it's interesting. too much stuff. And yeah. and it also, I think it speaks to something that's maybe not so much in the movie, but is a little bit more in the book, which is. It's sort of in line with something like Fatal Attraction, where this is about how this rich, powerful guy got his dick wet, and he'll be goddamned if anybody's going to tell him what to do about that. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Definitely. especially in the movie, because you say he's the guy, the Leo character's coded gay. There's Clarence Williams, the black guy, and I feel like it's definitely there's a thing in the book that's definitely got the vibe of like nobody is going to tell this man how he's going to how he's going to act and what he's going to do with his money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't show up as strong in the movie, but it's there. Yeah, Frankenheimer clearly wasn't as interested in no, it. No, that's it absolutely. That's there. also not the most interesting thing about this story. Which, yeah, it, but it's there. Um, and the, the, speaking of Frankenheimer, he actually pursued this script. He wanted to adapt wow. this. Uh, he wanted to adapt this I movie. I want to work for Golan Globus. Well, he found <laughs> out that Golan Globus ha- had the rights, and so he went to them and made it. But the thing about that is, this is the second 
version oh, yeah, of yeah, this yeah. book. Yeah. It was turned into a movie in 84, also by Canon, but it's completely different. It's called The Ambassador. It stars Robert Mitchum, Rock Hudson, and Ellen Burstyn, and it's about the Israeli peace process. Whoa! Yeah. And it's supposedly an adaptation of 52 the, the, Pickup? Yep, yep. Uh-huh. That, and goes, it, that it involves, goes on my list. It involves blackmail. I mean, it is boring as fuck. It is not good, but like, oh. you know, it's just one of those things that like, you watch it, and go. This is based on an Elmore Leonard book, and it's uh, and, that one's directed by Jay Lee Thompson. It's Jay Lee Thompson, too, yeah. Uh-huh. Cannon's uh, poor exactly. man, uh, Frankenheimer. Jay Lee Thompson. Wow. Yep. <laughs> he was the, he's the middleman between Frankenheimer and Michael Winner. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Took over Truly. for the Death Wish franchise yeah. after Winner left. Right. No shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that you know, it's it. I just thought that those two yeah, things were no, kind of interesting to point out. It's it is it is interesting that the like the protagonist is like a rich guy. Yeah. And, and but the movie isn't like on his side or it's the movie's like this is not it's it's like well these guys are clearly bad guys yeah. but it's not like it's not quite like Fatal Attraction and those other ones where like the movies clearly seem to be on his side. yeah well there's like, even there's, like, scene, like, there's a his... scene in this where where he's talking to his friend and it's the scene where you find out that he does the like explosive steel yeah, yeah. melding but he's talking to his buddy and he's like I don't know what the fuck I was thinking I'm not I wasn't miserable in my marriage but this girl was hot and she came on to me and you know we were on vacation and I just you know let myself get carried away. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like he doesn't deserve this shit happening to him. You know what I mean? <laughs> and yeah. he's he's definitely apologetic. Like he, we talked about how he goes yeah. and tells his wife what's going right. on. And it's at the at that point in the movie, it doesn't seem like a fuck you move for him to do that. No, it seems no. like he's genuinely guilty. Well, and he admits it. He doesn't deny mm-hmm. it. He comes right to her. Like, and she even says, I, "This is because she was young and hotter than me." And he's like, "Yeah, basically." Yeah. Yeah. And in in his non-defense, it, it he doesn't do that until he's blackmailed. Sure, sure. No, I mean, I'm, I'm not I trying guess. to defend him. No, no, no. Just, no but I'm saying the, the movie also it. doesn't defend him. Like Anne Margaret yeah. flips him shit their entire rest the whole of the movie. time. Yeah, rightly so. Yeah, and then I hope that they got divorced after the right. Because and I hope, like, she, gets I hope she gets a lot of money. And I hope yeah. she gets elected and gets all of his fucking money. Yeah. Well, because we know that he doesn't have that much. <laughs> she might get fifty-two. Yeah, right. Uh, she'll get the house at least. Well, she'll get the patent. <laughs> she'll get the patent. Half of that patent. Uh, but like, as much as the movie or the script or whatever might want to like burnish Roy Scheider's uh, character or whatever, like there's something about Scheider that I find that doesn't allow himself to be yeah. as sympathetic. And that's one of the things I've always enjoyed about him as an actor. Yeah, yeah. Is he's, he can portray a sort of middle, like down the middle character who's uh-huh. neither likable. Like his character in Sorcerer, mm-hmm. one of my favorite of his performances where you're rooting for him, but he's yeah. in no way a good you guy. You hate his guts and jaws. Or, uh, or all that jazz. <laughs> all that jazz. Yeah. All that jazz. One all that jazz. Right. My, favorite, right. my favorite Roy Shatter performance. Yeah, that's sure. really threading the needle of making a uh, narcissist, uh, yeah. narcissistic character likable and make, make you want to Especially when the narcissistic character is the guy who directed the movie <laughs> right who's going like this is how this i'm is going what to a piece die. of shit i am uh, and how i'm gonna die <laughs> we, i really wish we could do that movie uh <laughs> all right ratings go uh you know i think i was thinking of it as a three judd but after t- it's three and a half juds mm-hmm. it's a little better a little better man and douglas's i don't know i i um I'm gonna say four and a half Douglases. Woo! It's, I mean, it's sleazy. <laughs> there's love porn. There's water power poster hanging up. <laughs> there's uh, drug addicted wives. Uh, <laughs> um, lots of nudity. Yeah. Lots of female nudity, I guess. And I'll give it one out of one cats that make it through the whole <laughs> surviving movie. cats. God bless one that out of cat. One surviving cats. I'm gonna give it three and a half 
Judd's. I'm going to give it four Douglases for pretty much everything Spencer just said. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. you guys clocked it pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's quite as, as gnarly as, as you guys do, but that's just my that's just my style. It does. I think it's that Frankenheimer gives it. It's, it's a, a little, little too classy. It's kind of classy for yeah. what it is. I think it's too classy. I think it's exactly. I think it's exactly where it's supposed to be. Yeah. But I think that it like you know it's just that's not the movie. Yeah. I'm gonna like knock it down had, a half. That's why. That's why earlier when you're saying Ferrari, did it, I think he would have leaned too much into that stuff, right. maybe, and it would have been like, why are you? Why are we watching? And like at some point in the right. middle of the movie, it would the, the porno theater instead well, of it being in the projection booth, we would be watching the porno that he's showing for no. You know, right? Be, he would have like, actually shot up Ann Margaret with heroin. Right. Some yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> the method method approach. Yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna give it ten out of ten porn stars at the party. Nice. <laughs> Um, it's it's three and a half. Uh, Judd's it's a re- it's a really good movie, and it's like so in the, our wheelhouse too. Just yeah. like this sleazy mm-hmm. '80s movie that not a lot of people have seen, but it's like incredibly entertaining. Uh, and I really think I, I've been enjoying. I've watched a couple Frankenheimer movie, movies in the last month, and I've just been enjoying. Have he, you he, seen Dead Bang? Ooh. No, you got to see that. Can, yeah. can we do that? Oh, we might be able to. You're, really, you're recommending it's it to really, me. Do you really think we could do a Frankenheimer good. episode? Don Johnson, it's, it's possible. But that that's a real, that's a really really good movie. It's uh, it's more stylized than this in that Frankenheimer way. Yeah, and uh, it's very much like in conversation with those like '80s cop movie tropes. It has maybe the greatest like spin on like grizzled drunk ass miserable cop. Ever sold? It's a. great. <laughs> he, he's, it's like it's like classy Joe Dead Hallenbeck. Bang? Shit. Have you seen Dead Bang Spencer? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He knows what I'm talking about. We oh, yeah. the foot chase at the beginning of this yeah. movie. It's hilarious. It's anyway, solid. you got to see. Frankenheimer's doing all kinds of shit that I like. He's doing these long takes. Camera's yep. moving a lot. He's using cranes. It's, and just, it's just that you like, watch this and you go like, great. It's yeah. like it's, it's the, exa- the this movie is like the perfect example of like, sure, this guy could do a classier movie, right? I'm glad he did this because this is more fun to watch. Yeah, you yeah. don't see movies like this look like this. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, and he's yeah. and like this does and it deserves to look like this. Yeah. yeah. And you never see a canon movie. No. No. Like this. Or maybe they picked up uh yeah. somebody else's yeah. did this. Movie. <laughs> Uh, uh, four Douglases, absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's just sleazy as all hell, but I, I like to leave a little ceiling for the real, for, the, for your bodies of evidences, and so she on. She fucked that guy to fucked death. Him to death, and oh. went to, and almost went to jail for it. Yeah. There was a trial in Portland, and uh, and I'm going to give it three gener- three proud generations of Clarence Williamses. Hey. <laughs> uh, I'm going higher, a little higher than you guys. I think it's four Juds because I'm I'm kind of I I like this on the level of it was just a solid movie, but also probably the best uh, Elmore Leonard adaptation I've seen up to the point before, but pre Get Shorty. Yeah, like Stick was really Stick was good for most of it, but it still kind of fumbles it a little. And this one's like it doesn't have the humor, but I think the book also probably isn't as it's like more of a straight thriller. Yeah. than like some of his like it's not a hangout movie like uh, Rum Punch or out of sight where you're kind of just spending time with these characters who it's like, it's like real sleazebag stuff. Um, so, so I'm, I'm going for, I, I thought it was fucking great. Fuck and, I, and of course, of course, explosion and movie credits. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to go, I'm going to go for four Douglases. I almost, almost four and a half just cause the movie, it's not so much like all the stuff that happens in it or that it's like gnarly or whatever. It's just that it's gross. Like the bad guys are gross. <laughs> they're like filming. They're you know they're 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 like pornographers, which in in and of itself isn't necessarily bad. But they're like fucking gross pornographers. Yeah. And like they're just just the whole there's a whole sheen of sleaze. Plus it's like shot all over L. A. But it's shot in that 
uh, those, supposed those, to be shot in Pittsburgh. But it's those. Is it take place in Pittsburgh? No, but that's where they were gonna shoot it, and oh, then okay. it was too expensive, so they moved it to. LA. But I love it because it's like those pockets of L.A. Yeah. Like Spencer was talking about that bar that you're like. I think the book is probably Detroit. The book's probably Detroit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the the those that bar you're talking about earlier mm-hmm. and like that kind of shit where it's like oh it's bag, like you're just like this isn't LA. you're not like it's not like Sunset Strip yeah. or like yeah. these nice parts of L.A. It's like oh this is yeah this stuff exists there too. Gross. Yeah. It's gross. There's a lot of it. Uh, and yeah, fuck, I don't know. Uh, uh, 10 out of 10 uh, Baltimore accents. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the, the best. Gotta get the old Baltimore accent John Glover, there, I love him. He's the, like, my favorite American accent. Come on. Yeah. And um, now on to one that's... Boy. We saved the worst for yeah, last. Yeah. Oh. And I, all time. I, I'm going to even have a say about this I'm going to say I'm not, I'm not going to have a lot to say about yeah, it. Yeah, me either. Well, I mean, we, I think three of us at least read, have read that making of thing, which is yeah, more sure. interesting. Which is, which we'll is put vastly, a link to that up somewhere. Which is yeah, vastly the, the, more interesting than the, than the actual movie. And what we're talking about is kind of an oral history that I think the guy compiled from a few different, Bunch of different interviews, interviews and stuff. Unfortunately, I wish... Kelly McGillis was represented in They it. really throw her under the bus. But they really you, do. you understand why she wouldn't want to? Yeah. For, there's a variety uh, yeah, of reasons. Absolutely. And, and here's a telling Hollywood. Thing. Abel Ferreira is kind of the voice of yeah, reason. He's like, nah, yeah. nah. And, oh, and, and just before we He comes going, off like a nice guy. Just for the sake of the podcast, talking about Cat Chaser. Cat Chaser. Yeah, we're talking directed, about Cat Chaser. By, directed by Abel Ferreira. Has yeah. anybody read Cat Chaser? I have not. No. A woman torn between wealth and passion. A man who could never forget her. Together, they're the perfect combination for trouble. How much do you think a guy like the boy has put away in ready cash? How would I know? Acts his missus. She thinks you're cute, George. So she'd like to dump him in playhouse with you. Andre the boy. Miami big bucks, and I mean big. I don't want him to think it's for any other reason except that we shouldn't have been married in the first place. You don't like the guy. What other reason is there? You say you didn't see him when I want to find out something. I always find out. You better wise up, Nolan, because a kneecapper, man. What some will do for power, others will do for money, and a few will do for love. (laughs) And the thing I can't, and it comes up in uh, the interview a couple times. Well, I'll bring it up later. I get which probably for listeners could probably hardly anybody seen Cat Chaser. I worked in a video store when this came out, and. it's the kind of movie that would have been a straight to. Uh, it's weird that it's Elmore Leonard. It's weird the cast it has. It should be like, uh, um, what's it? it should be like Shannon Tweed. This was like <laughs> and, uh, like uh, William Cat uh, or yeah, something. Right. When did like this come out? It was to, like eighty nine. It was eighty eight or eighty nine. Eighty eight or eighty nine. Which was and, then, and like RoboCop's eighty seven. When's Top Gun? Eighty seven. Eighty six. But those these two. But two the two leads are coming off of. Two of the biggest hits of the eighties. Yeah. And no, here's the thing that's weird. And, like, is, and you're like, why is this a straight to video? This is thing? coming off of her being in the accused. Oh shit. Which in the context of this movie, it's like it's like a weird. very freaking nasty kind yeah. of And she would have done witness rapey. too at this point. Right. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it was, yeah. I think it was witness, top gun, this one. I'm just saying and then that the like, house on whatever street with house, Jeff, on, house on Carroll Street. House on weird Carroll Street. It's it's a weird part in her career that yeah, she yeah. chose chose this movie. Um, uh, Peter, Peter Weller and her hated each other. Yeah, she got paid more. Yeah, good. I think was part of it because we'll, for we'll, the nudity. 
And Weller kind of had more control than he should have. Yeah. Huh. He 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 got he hired this, all he the got writers. This movie and... made because he is buddies with Elmore Leonard, according to these interviews. Yeah. And so he was the one who was like, "I want to make Cat Chaser this book." He wanted to make the book. Yeah. I want to make Cat Chaser. Yeah. Cat Chaser. He also comes really. off like a real pompous. Elmore like Leonard is my dick, best yeah. friend. And he, uh, he directed an Elmore <laughs> Leonard uh, made-for-TV yeah. David Caruso. Gold Coast? Gold Coast. Uh, Caruso's in that? Yeah. I've never seen that. It's not It's, it's not good. It's a oh, but I'll watch anything Caruso. but Caruso. It's, oh, kind of, okay. it's a restrained Caruso. Oh, I don't care for that. To say. No, not enough uh, cocaine. And, it was a TV um, movie, too, or was it a Showtime? Uh, he also did some, some Justifieds. Showtime. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And some uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. He does a lot of TV now. Yeah. Uh, and he, and he's we, also got like he teaches classes in Renaissance art and ooh, takes kids. Hey, we've to got Italy we've gotten stuff. way off topic. I think yeah. we're yeah. dancing around the fact that this, this movie, movie is bad. fucking sucks <laughs> yeah. oh, and is nigh unwatchable. And and Peter Weller is from Stevens Point, Wisconsin. I just got to put that. In oh yeah, too. I started. Watch, I put in this movie Go and started watching it know. with. Uh, <laughs> I started watching it with Corey, and it, I, apparently the story. I didn't read the same article, but from what I could gather, the story is that it was originally three hours and they cut it down to ninety minutes, and it wasn't supposed to be three hours it was just that was just the assembly got cut. out of control yeah. well that was, no, no, that no. was the assembly cut there's that was always, like here's oh, everything we shot and here's so the like, movie right every now time, every time someone shows down. a movie it's going to be like three hours long and then they go here's the sort of a cut and yeah. then everybody go, so everybody that's basically a meaningless factoid and yeah. uh, it was probably going to be like a two-hour movie at some it, point. It feels like a movie that was originally ten hours and was cut down <laughs> to like ten minutes. It makes there's it's not it, makes it doesn't no make sense. sense. It's just there's no the, the story never presents itself. You, you don't give a, you don't know what the stakes are. There you is, don't give a shit about what's there, happening. Well, you don't like any of the there's characters. There's a voiceover that they added that is the worst. Fu- and I complain about voiceover on Who's this giving podcast that before. It's, 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 it's nobody. It was the, supposed nobody in the movie, but it's Rennie Santoni. It's Dirty Harry's partner it was from a, Dirty Harry and uh, Steve was Martin's a, partner from He's Poppy yeah. from Seinfeld. It was Why su- is he doing the voiceover? It was supposed to be What's Peter happening? Weller, but yeah. he refused. Peter Weller wouldn't he do it. He refused to do I'm it. Not going to do the voiceover. And, but the producer or producers were like, "We need to have a voiceover," and so they hired a guy. Yeah, and it's it, it's <laughs> weird. It's a weird voice. Like I can't tell if he's supposed to be the Peter Weller character. He he the is the voice of kind God. Of sometimes but, yeah, but it feels like an almost like an omniscient like narr- like the, like maybe the book the voice of the book or something. But he's yeah. like relating to the Peter Weller character often enough that you're like, oh wait, are you supposed to be his inner voice? It's a different voice. So so <laughs> Peter Weller was in the Dominican Republic as a sniper during right. a revolution. During a revolution, and he got saved by a sniper who nicknamed him Cat, Cat Chaser. Chaser. And the opening credits, they even have like, hey, Cat Chaser. Kind of documentary like black and white uh, black. flashback footage. And, and apparently and, in the book, there's a whole, it's like parallel There's parallel storylines. Story so it's yeah. like there's a Cat Chaser of him in uh, Dominican Republic and then the story that we're seeing well, what's in this a, What movie. is a Cat Chaser? I don't know what that has to do with being a sniper I, at I, all. I, yeah, I thought it was another he, like, maybe it means pussy, pussy hound. Pussy hound. We, would add, we could ask Omar Leonard, but he's dead and he wrote that book so long ago that he probably he, even if he remember. was alive, he would be like, what are you talking about? I don't know. Yeah. There is a voice, <laughs> and I don't know who's saying it, but in these flashback scenes or whatever they are of the his, his, the action in the Dominican Republic, in, uh, Dominican Republic uh, you hear the voice of a woman going, I'll show you some real nice pussy cat chaser. Mm. Yeah, and it's kind of like I couldn't a, tell you sure. why any of this is happening. It's like the opposite of stick, where they like explain some stuff in the opening credits that yeah. maybe has to do with the rest of it. So Peter Weller then owns a hotel 
in Thir- Miami. $30 a night, which seems yeah, pretty like cheap. really cheap then. And um, He's the only one who works there. The only one who works there. No, and, there's a, an old dude working the front desk. And, uh, <laughs> and Frederick Forrest. Yeah. Freddy, you, Freddie Forrest shows up. Dude. Uh, I recognize the old dude from lots of stuff, too. Yeah. He's like, He's like we need a weird-looking, extremely old dude. I like how Frederick Forrest shows up, and he doesn't want a room. He just wants to drink his beer by the pool, but yeah. Peter Weller makes yeah. him get a room. Yeah, he's like, he's got, and he's, got, he's got a six-pack of Budweiser, and they have the same tattoo. Yeah. Right. So then Peter Weller's going to go to the Dominican Republic again to look to the for the lady that called him Cat, Cat chaser. chaser. And since they have the same tattoos, and like Budweiser, he's like, you can be in charge Kelly of the McGillis. hotel. Yeah. Well, then he gets there, and he like the whole part of him looking for the sniper like, kind of disappears. Yeah. yeah, he's like, he meets Kelly McGillis, or reacquainted. They reacquainted, because they had and an they affair start back in the day. Immediately, they're like, hey, Kelly McGillis, hey. But they'd fucked before, Murphy, right. was the thing, yeah. right? And they fuck again. And she's the wife of this yeah. dictator guy or something. Thomas, Thomas Milan. Milan, who's... Uh, he's just like a businessman in the... Mid- in the Dominican Republic, well, I think now, he was but deposed, he, but he was a general before, yeah, and he yeah. did terrible things. But now he's, I've but got a quote about the torture that he did, right? And he's got a bunch of money that they're going to try to raise in Florida. There were a whole bunch of scenes in this that took place at his mansion that I thought was in the Dominican Republic, and then at the end of the movie, it's like, oh no, all that this stuff in was Florida. in Florida. And yeah. I was like, man, this movie is so. He has that's to, how confusingly this movie is well, put together. And it doesn't, he has to go to the Dominican Republic to fuck his old girlfriend that actually lives in the same town, yeah, right? Like, that's some of the stuff that doesn't really make sense. And they meet a couple well, other people in reading the Dominican that, Republic reading that interview, that go to Florida. In the book, in the book, in the cat, the part where he was a sniper, he had an affair with, like, a young woman when he was a sniper there that's not the same woman as right. the Kelly McGillis one. But they, I think when they wrote the script, they were like, well, to let's make streamline it, it, let's make it the same person. <laughs> so, and it's this, and because it's parallel storylines, it's possible that it those make two more, things are supposed sense. to be taking place at different times originally, and now right. they don't. Right, right. Uh. There's just nothing on here on film it's here totally that explains why Peter Weller would want to have this movie made. Like what? I think it's because he loved the, the book. I guess maybe I'd have to read the book or something. But there's nothing here in the movie. No, it's just yeah. it's just well, a, a a sort of like star-crossed lovers and a scary husband and situation. They're, and they're both and fucking Charles Durning in there for some and also reason. like I gotta they're point out terrible. I gotta point out that they're both fucking awful in this movie. And the thing in they're the, both really they're both so boring. Nobody's nobody has ever given more listless performance than Peter Weller <laughs> and, and Peter Weller hunted this movie this was his baby right. and you watch the movie and go like but did you but wait once it you, did, you apparently didn't care and he talks in these interviews about what a method actor he is and you're like that's what I was gonna to, to what end yeah <laughs> that's the guy he brings up he's a method actor, and I can understand like if you're sure. fucking Robocop or Murphy or whatever I can understand like, it if you're fucking he, he, if the movie that comes out is fucking Taxi Driver but he's, right. such, he's so robotic <laughs> and so uh, yeah. just kind of an asshole uh, he's got a lot of hair. Yeah, yeah. Um, got a nice mullet going on. Not bad, not bad uh, hair. Drinks a lot of uh, Budweiser. Like I swear, this must have been sponsored by Budweiser. And at- and then so there's this whole there's like stuff that like happens and then stops happening. So there's this like late rich lady he's talking to that's with a singer. Right, they get taken away by some oh. gangsters at some point, and that comes up later, but briefly. Oh, and man, it's I like, what are we even? That I don't shit. It's at the very that. beginning, and they just get taken away. He's like, they took him away. What's going on? And they're like, I don't know what's happening. And <sighs> and I'm like, what? And then that like. Doesn't it's I think that's supposed to be a thing like these guys are dangerous because it's because we're introduced to these uh, the bad guys through the only good part of this movie Charles Charles Durning again he's like a CIA dude he's ex CIA I think and he's after the money too well he's like 
when you at the end of the movie you find out his scam was sort of like that he's just been after the money of the for from this rich guy he's so he's been like working for him essentially right yeah. but he's like gonna fucking rip him off yeah um, and, and he's like he's like kind of like his character from the first movie this like sort of you know a Charles Durning looking guy right so everybody's like fuck this guy yeah. what does he and fucking know but he's like actually like five steps ahead of yeah. them and I was kind of confused was he working with Freddie Forrest too did they well, you got me. Yeah, no, because Frederick uh, Forrest, I don't think I think he. Yeah, they were doing, but I think they were doing a different thing. Because yeah, then it's, it's halfway through the movie, he gets offed because they put him in a swimming pool, and you know from an earlier scene that he can't swim. Yeah, which is a weird thing too, because they're supposed to be like Marines or something, right? And he's like a Marine that can't, I can't swim. swim. I can't swim, so he drowns in a in a swimming pool after they like and they beat up Peter Weller and they're like and they, see and we and drowned and your buddy and he's and, like and I'm like oh what Peter Weller pulls some method acting when he gets beat up he beat up in a way he's like kind of doing the split he's like doing an interpretive dance of being yeah. beat up like his legs are kind of I mean, doing the splits and yeah it seems like his method acting was was like a problem because if you read that oral history thing there's a part where they talk about how he and Kelly McGillis again who hated each other's guts yeah. were supposed to have this sex scene that she didn't want to do and then like did according to some people did a bunch of stuff in order to like derail it so she wouldn't have to do it but her story is different, and everybody sort of has a conflicting version. Yeah, of this. But anyway, yeah. during this scene, Peter Weller's character is supposed to have this like incredibly pro- prolonged oh, orgasm. God. I'm so glad that's it's not. So in glad the, it's not in the movie. But yeah. apparently, it went on for like a minute. Yeah, right? yeah. I don't don't need the Peter Weller it's, does not uh, need that. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, drop it. This is the uh, kind of movie yeah. that like. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. <laughs> there it is. Come on. Uh, yeah, uh, happen. Uh, I do want to. I do want to talk about the scene where Frederick Forrest gets drowned in the, the weird pool yeah. because what? <laughs> yeah, we were saying there's an earlier swim. scene. There's an earlier get, scene know, where know, he can't I swim. I totally get that he can't swim, but it is not a Olympic no. swimming pool. No, he's in no. the middle. Uh, you, honestly, you can't swim enough to just sort of get yourself two feet. I in feel the like water. everybody can. It's insane. I, I feel like even people who can't swim can swim yeah. like a little well, bit you could get to the short the shallow end yeah just probably two feet. Like, he's just right it's a right. smallish yeah pool. just scramble like, well, i'm just going down if he went to the bottom of the pool and walked and just, just kind of launch him yes yeah like yeah. he just would just go to the bottom and, and then he would float to the top it's a tiny pool it's pretty dumb that's it's why really stupid that's one of the reasons that i feel like that like one of the the, the stories about this was that like yeah it was it was taken away from them and turned into this fucking nonsense. Shit show. But also, I'm like, I don't, I don't entirely believe that the movie that they were making yeah. was gonna be any good either. And like, if all we got the two-hour version that like Abel Ferreira's final director's cut, or two and a half, whatever it would be, it was still gonna kind of be a piece of shit. And yeah, yeah they, it yeah. seems like just it's... reading that they didn't know what the fuck they were doing anyway because they they kept running out of money. There's stuff like there's a scene in this where Tomas Milan and Kelly McGillis are like in the hotel room, yeah. and there's a huge explosion outside. And we were that was a part of a whole other scene, <laughs> and we were supposed to see this big dock like explode. And they almost and killed some people. They almost killed some people doing it, and none of the cameras were rolling at the time. So the only thing you see is it like out the window in it's... the background of a scene. Yeah, and it's like, wh- and then I don't even know what was happening happening there yeah. yeah yeah they're just having a random they were probably like rehearsing or something yeah and that shit blew up none yeah. of the cameras were rolling that yeah they, really well, well it went off by accident Fuck. so yeah, yeah it was just and then they didn't have the money to do it again 
and, the, and, the and, producers... and also Ferrera talks about it that he's like he, it wasn't even supposed to it wasn't even in the script that the producer some of the producers just wanted a big explosion yeah. in the movie yeah the producers so did a bunch of no shit sense. they also hired Chick Corea like yep. well, let's to do the score this terrible terrible music and for it's it. a really a horrible oh. and oh. also according to so according to someone in that interview. Leonard came on to rewrite the script. I think we talked about this earlier. Where and then he, he like he rewrote it. Entirely. He rewrote it entirely, and and they wanted something closer to the book. He rewrote something completely different, and then he's like, "What the fuck did you want? I don't remember writing this book. I don't right. remember what happened." But he said that he based the dickhead producers in Get Shorty on the dickheads that produced this movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Who, who, well, that's Because he was, because he was, uh, he met with Abel something Ferrara, and Abel Ferrara's yeah. like, uh, what are you doing in Hollywood? And he's like, I'm just hanging out with I'm producers. Writing a book. I'm writing a book. And he was writing, he was working, he was researching Get Shorty, so he's in Hollywood just hanging out with asshole producers. Yeah. Wow. So he could write Get Shorty. Shit. <laughs> and it's the guys that produced Highlander. They yeah. had a yep, huge... Right. Yeah. Then they, Highlander hit, and they're like, hey, we're players now. Yep. And then they did Highlander 2. <laughs> and they and fucked up Highlander <laughs> 2. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, which, by the way, Highlander 2 may be a notorious debacle garbage movie, but it is way more awesome than it's this. It's watchable. Yeah. 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 It's, oh, God. I've watched it's it like three times. masterpiece compared to Cat Chaser. And Cat Chaser is like also like on the, just on the level of it being like a sleazy like movie to watch it total is. failure it totally fa- it has and it has scenes that should that should in my brain be like oh man that was fucked up like the, like Tomas Milan's raping her and oh, stuff yeah. Yeah. Yes. But, but the way it's cut in this movie is so like it's yeah. like gross almost kind of and then you're also like why is and also, and also here? I'm like why or what is even happening in any of the scenes I also just felt sorry for Kelly McGillis yeah. Yeah. the whole yeah. time all, I would yeah. love to get her side of the story on this one yeah definitely because it's pretty nebulous bunch, based on what she says she's naked a bunch in this and you're just and I'm just sort of like god and like in the thing, the producers are mad at her because she got a boob job. Yeah. And it's like, that's fine. Like that her boobs are bigger later in the movie, but they have to shoot nude scenes still. Yeah. And like, they keep kind of throwing her under the bus. And like the... The version of like her side of the story that we get, the ver- their version of it doesn't seem to make any sense. So I feel like everybody's covering up for something. Yeah. I think it's lots of cocaine. Oh, yeah. Lots of booze, lots of cocaine. Can we? Um, I heard that oh, Joe sorry. Charbonic. If you have Kelly McGillis's phone number, <laughs> Joe Charbonic, hook us up with Kelly McGillis. And and I want to know about. Well, I want to see book, the Charbonic too. cut of Cat Chaser. Yeah, Charbonic, read this book and tell me. Like, I don't think of <laughs> Elmore Leonard as being an erotic thriller writer. Right. Oh, like his. He's not. No. Yeah. He'll have sex scenes in his books, but they're like, it's not like, not like this where it's supposed to be like this erotic. Yeah. Like, and he's laying there holding her boob and they're talking about yeah. stuff for a while. Right. And that, yeah. The one thing about this, too, so I saw this on tape when it came out. Right. And uh, it was Vestron Video. It's a great Vestron Video. Um, they kind of recut it and recropped it for the DVD. Okay. And it the DVD is what I watched. Yeah, and the mm. tape is a little more tasteless in the in the <laughs> Jesus nasty ass uh, rape scene. He actually puts his gun. Oh, yeah. in their cooch as well. Yeah, they yeah. Don't, they don't. That's implied they don't, yeah. in okay. the DVD, but the, you don't. That's see what it. I was saying. Is that tape. whole scene like they don't? They kind of get there, and I'm. All, and, and I, I wasn't in, like I want to watch this, but I'm like, if you're gonna do this, like do do that and mm-hmm. be that gross movie. So it was. Cause, and then you talk in the interview yeah, they talk they about, talk about that it. scene should that scene felt like like it was maybe something that was supposed to be very long and yeah. and more and more meaningful and they talk about it as movie. being more intense than what actually you see in the movie and yeah it, yeah, it doesn't much. mean that much in the movie but it's a horrible thing and you really yeah. feel for Kelly McGillis coming off the accused it's right. like yeah, really? yeah. and Jeez. revealing in her personal life she had some shit yeah, yeah. Pers- like she was an early like me too person yeah yeah, yeah. 
that and then she's treated what? horribly by these guys making yeah. this fucking shitty movie. And this yeah. and this is what made her and this is part of the reason she sort of just disappeared from Hollywood. Yeah, it's part of the reason. Well, and um, she shaved movie. her head. They she were shaved, like, her, shaved her head so she like, she couldn't get brought back for reshoots. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing which any is reshoots. fucking awesome by <laughs> yeah. the way. That's yeah. fucking baller. Anyway, yeah, Kelly McGillis like first of all, Kelly McGillis like isn't good in this movie. Uh, but also like the, good in this the movie. fact There's that she like runs the fact that she like that like she did that is fucking awesome and like fuck fuck all these guys who made this movie that treated her like shit. Can we talk about the only good thing about Charles this movie? Durning. Like, can we please Charles talk about Charles Durning? Chuck Durning. Because I yep. fucking love him in this movie, and like it was the only like towards the end of the movie, you're just like, is this gonna ever end? But it gets this part where he like the 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 guy, the rich uh, whatever he is, who's the, who's Tomas Milan? Yeah, he's like uh, he he's like been chased out of his mansion. He's Cat like chased. he's like at a safe house Cat essentially. Yep. Yep. And he's like gonna hole up there, and uh, and he's got uh, Durning and his bodyguard with him. And Durning's like, I got all these guns. It's to protect That's you. It's a great. He's and got so a this great. Whole, this whole sequence is actually really good. It's the only good part where they're at that cabin, and they're kind of like that's where you realize, oh, he's gonna fucking pull one over on them. And you know from earlier that this guy was a fucked up dude who like they talk about how he'd strip people down to, to before he killed them and stuff. And so Charles Durning get like ends up turning the tables on him gets him in this ba- the bathroom and he makes them go in the shower and it's really fucked up and it's good oh, and Charles so Durning many... is good this whole time he's like funny and good yeah. and he's like fucked up he, and he the whole up... movie standing around doesn't really do much no. and then this happens and then this, this happens ha- and, he's, yeah. and it's like stuff happening yeah. and it's weird because there, there's like Durning's got a can of beer in his hands so Budweiser like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom and he goes into the bathroom and they hear I mean, he and he knows that they're going that they're gonna he knows exactly they're gonna going kill on. him and you hear him point. you hear him pissing and, and they're like the line right? he's peeing so now's a now's a great time to shoot him and they they shoot it like they through, the, through door the door a whole bunch and then they bust in they don't see anything there's a can of beer yeah. like sitting on the toilet seat and it's pouring in that's what they were hearing and then Durning's in the shower and he's got a gun on him and he's like never take it I learned never to take out your joint unless you're around guys you can trust (laughs) never to take out your joint and, and, then he, he, and he and says then he, a turlet, and he says turlet. He says turlet. Which, in my way, in my opinion, is the only possible way you should say that. I word. love it. Yep. It's twenty percent funnier than toilet. You know, the thing is, the thing is, is that like anybody saying to- turlet, it's like fuck you, don't say turlet. But when Charles Durning says yeah. that movie, I'm like, that's you know what? That's how that guy that's says. How that guy that's says how that guy says, says turlet. And, toilet. And, and he and says it. He says it turlet. That's how that guy says it all the time. And the first time he did it, he thought it was the funniest thing ever. The second time he did it, nobody else thought it was. First time he did it, everybody else thought it was funny. Second time he did it, he's like nobody else. Nobody thinks well, Burt Bur- Reynolds the, thought it was funny the second keeps, time. And then he just kept doing it for the rest of his life, and so he calls it a turlet. <laughs> and he lists off everything he's got in his trunk, too, yeah. and he's got like all these guns, but one thing he has is a can of gas, which yeah. goes like, eh, <laughs> stick. And he has another line, maybe you have the shaving cream? I don't think so. No. Oh, so when so, so he turns around, he, he's like, I got the guys now. He's yeah. got the two guys, and he's like, take it all off, like the broad said to the shaving cream. Yeah. <laughs> that feels like, which almost feels like an improv. Improv <laughs> yeah, yeah. line or something. And then this Reynolds is a, fade him that this line. Is another, yeah. But this whole scene is kind of because these guys, he just gets these guys naked in the shower. Well, and that's, this like, is another thing that was cropped differently because when we watched the tape, we're like, oh my god! You see both the guys' dicks in the shower. It's two sure naked do. guys. Yeah, you see them in the DVD. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh, a wide, there's a wide shot where you saw him in the. There's like one quick wide shot where you see him both standing right, there. Because right. then he there's like, a lot of, there's a lot of Kelly them, McGillis naked in it. But don't worry, ladies. There's a couple there's some, there's of fat old men dick <laughs> yeah, yeah, for yeah. you. He makes, he makes yeah. them turn the shower on cold and then like. 
just shoots him. Shoots him. Yeah. It's really and leaves him there. Bloody, leaves too. him yeah. there with like the with like the gun and like the water running and shit. And then he like re- and then he goes to the briefcase and of course the money's not there because Peter Weller and Kelly McGillis stole it. This is the only part of the movie where you're like, I'm actually following the plot of this. Yeah, movie. the last the last there's like twelve minutes. Yeah, is <laughs> there's maybe, there's about ten minutes left at yeah, this point. That's and, maybe and I'm a like, movie I'm like, you'd watch. Oh, there's a, oh there's a plot in this movie, but the yeah. rest of it is like, <laughs> what the fuck? What is yeah. even happening? And why is anybody in this movie? It start, stuff starts to happen with about ten minutes left in yeah. the movie. It's pretty wild. Yeah, and uh, the, I just I just wanted to like praise Durning because I think he's I think he's like really gr- he's great in both of these movies that we did. That, and yeah. it was just some fun. It was fun for me that he's in both of them and that he's like is the only good part of this movie in my opinion. So sure. Durning gets the suitcases. He thinks full of money. It's full of they're, magazines, but they're really full of magazines. Mm-hmm. And then Murphy shoots him. Yeah. And he, then it's, the, it's actually pretty funny. He like because he knows that uh, Kelly uh, Kelly McGillis and RoboCop have the the actual money, and so he goes over there and he's got this gun. Oh, that's this right. movie has this has one, one of these things that happens a lot in eighty movies. Just usually not movies like this where it's infatuated with the magic of silencers. <laughs> yeah, silencers. And because the, they don't actually make a gun silent. No, they no. make they like make a it, pop pop sound. They're now. still really loud. Yeah, they're, they're just very less loud. loud. Yeah. And, and and in this movie and in a lot of movies, it's like, see why? Watch this. I'll shoot a thing. You won't even hear it. Sound. <laughs> They're just dead silent. So he's like, so I could. So he's holding this gun to them, and he's like, so I could shoot both of you, and nobody would know anything about it. So give me the money. And they're like working at a deal, and uh, and a certain, <laughs> this is how this is how this the, the way that this scene is resolved like sums up what this movie is like because it's like nothing. He's like, I got the gun on you guys, and then Peter Weller just pulls out a gun and goes, I have a gun too, and shoots him. The end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He like reaches. He's like, he's like, oh, it comes out of his okay, leg. And and he's like, like leg opens. <laughs> Yeah. I just came out with a brilliant plan yeah. to his, counter you. His, oh, yeah, it comes you. out of his leg. Yeah. His leg opens up and he's like, Dick, you're fired. <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> yeah, and then you. Walk of Life starts playing. I mean, I fucking <laughs> wish we were watching RoboCop. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I yeah. always wish I'm watching yeah. RoboCop. This, is like, this movie is like the polar opposite of RoboCop if we're talking Peter Weller movies. Like, RoboCop is a movie I will watch every day for the rest of my life. If someone was like, you have to watch RoboCop. You have to do that now. I will. Okay, that's fine. But I'm like, if someone's like, Cat you have to Chaser. watch Cat Chaser for the rest of your life, I'm like, my life is going to be very it's short. actually yeah. kind of like hell, yeah. My life will be a day long, maybe. <laughs> and I think it kind of ends in the credits start rolling, but it still seems like it what went happened? on too long. In this, yeah. one, it, in this one, it feels like, wait, shouldn't there be an ending to this movie? Right. Or a beginning or a middle? Well, he, he's, cr- he's cradling uh, <laughs> Gilly McKillis, and uh, and then you get you get some more of this voiceover, so I'm going to read. I'm gonna oh, read. it's got This is voiceover. how the movie ends. Where are we going because, for breakfast? Because it's... <laughs> Because it's a quint- it's a quintessential like what that's the end sort of thing. So he's like so all this has happened. This is like the next shot after Durning has been killed, and then he's they're standing on a balcony and he's like holding uh, Gelly McKillis in his in his arms, and then she goes like Are you okay? And then the voiceover goes Sure, he's okay. He just made the dream come true. Fat Tony now. He's killed somebody he doesn't know who was trying to kill him, and he's scared and he doesn't know what the hell's going on. But they've got each other and two million bucks. What's not to be all right? Roll credits. <laughs> it's fucking sucks. What? Wow. what? Oof. And I thought like because we, we did Romeo is bleeding a couple of episodes ago, and I thought like man, thought this, there rough. can't be a worse voiceover than this. No. And then I got yeah. to this, and I'm like. <laughs> 
Oh wait, no. This is because this is a bad. It's a poorly done voiceover, and and like completely unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. Like I watched some. I've been watching rewatching some Scorsese stuff lately, and he's got a lot of voiceover in a lot of his movies, and it couldn't feel more essential. Right. In those movies, even when people are going like he was cutting the onions so thin, you know, in Goodfellas, but you're like, and you're watching it, and usually right. I hate that. I hate that where it's like like a. You're uh, telling me what I'm seeing. The assassination of Jesse James, right. like the whole movie, it's like, and then Jesse James robbed a train. Then he was laying on a bed, looking at his hand. And maybe it's just that it's boring, but like in Goodfellas, when he's saying he cut the onions so so thin, you're seeing it happen. I'm like, this couldn't. The I couldn't. Part of I that, couldn't uh, want more to listen to this guy tell this story that I'm currently watching. And then this movie, you're like, wait, what is this guy talking about? He's talking about a different movie. <laughs> I think it works in the Scorsese, in, especially in that in that one because it's like this counterpoint funny yeah. thing. Like he's like he was slicing the garlic, then and he's like, uh, and then Louis was in charge of the sauce. I felt to use too many onions, but yeah. it was still a very good sauce. <laughs> and then you see Pauly slicing the garlic. He's like, don't use too many onions over there, okay? Yeah. I didn't put too many onions. I uh, used three Paul? small onions. <laughs> three onions. <laughs> anyway, you gotta have the I mean, pork. Uh, That's the flavor. I mean, anyway, it's the flavor. Uh, yeah, you gotta have the pork. We smart the slice the garlic. So, the, anyway, the point is, Goodfellas is great. There is a yeah. there is a yeah. part in Casino where Goodfellas like, is a, way better than Cat Chaser. There's really <laughs> pretty much. There is I, a part in almost anything. Yeah, a part in Casino where a third fucking guy starts doing a voiceover. I love yeah. it. Or when, Lou, or when I do not like. <laughs> oh, I love oh, it. Frank and now I'm doing a voiceover. I love it. And then Joe Pesci's voiceover gets interrupted when he dies. I like that. I love it because I love it because I know you're not a fan of Casino, but I love that movie. You're not a fan of Casino. What no. the I fuck lo- is I lo- wrong with I, I love that, that I love that movie and like last time I watched it I was like you know what is you know what is like that when that happens this movie's a fuck that movie's a fucking like balls to the wall comedy yeah like 100% every, Joe Pesci is so funny he's in that so movie he's so fucking funny in everything that. he says is hilarious I was like laughing out loud there's a part where he's like years ago back home back home years then, ago back yeah. home years ago and then it cuts the next scene and there's this title card that comes to rust about him that back says home. back home years ago I mean he's and got like, like, this is every line great. of his movie is of, of him and it's hilarious anyway, in that there's plenty anyway. of stuff I don't want to get like, too much into Casino. There's plenty of stuff I like about it, but yeah, yeah. a solid four hours of that Would movie you say, is just De Niro and Sharon Stone me, screaming at each other. Before, before, I do not like before it. we get the ratings and wrap this uh, wrap we up on wrap this, this shit up. show, yes, um, of Cat Chaser, not the rest of the podcast, but the uh, wh- uh, do you like <laughs> Casino better than Cat Chaser? No. Whoa! Oh, no, God. I'm totally, totally fucking with Whoa. you. This uh, Cat Chaser sucks ass. <laughs> yeah. Casino's a fucking no, no, Scorsese movie. Uh, anyway, I did want to read one, uh, okay, list, uh, okay. yeah. a couple, one last, because I can't uh, say enough how weird and shitty this voiceover is. There's a part where the voiceover says this, and and you can see why sometimes when the, these movies that are hacked up like this, they put a voiceover mm-hmm. in to kind of like, okay, we got to have someone telling you what's happening. But sometimes it just it says it something that means nothing. And yeah. this, at one point he goes, and I don't remember at one point in the action. It doesn't matter. Listen to what he says. There's always a moment when things change, become something else, for better or worse. What would you do if you noticed it when it happened? Nothing, probably. All right. And then back to the movie. <laughs> back to the movie. Uh-oh. What? And then the what voiceover the kind of like judges you also at the yeah. same time. So cool. I don't care for that. Turn that off. I don't care for that. All right. Ratings. Uh, well, you got one more goes, line, don't you? Oh, do you have another? Uh, oh, can, do you have another? Can do you have one more? One Hurry more. up! All the cocaine. There is there's the scene where um, where Peter Weller is fucking Kelly McGillis, and then uh, like the lights go out or something, and Peter Weller goes, "I think we blew a fuse." Ma'am, you have experienced an emotional shock. <laughs> I'll notify a rape crisis center. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Okay. Oh, it could have been so much better Ugh. for Murphy Robocop. Oh. On that note, then rating. Yeah, rate it. Uh, God. I mean, it doesn't even work like it's a mystery or suspense. Nope. nope. It's uh, totally weird. Maybe uh, uh, one judge just mm, cut yeah. for Scully, Jig Scully. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
you know, as sleazy as it is, it's not, it's like unfun, it's like not fun sleaze. Like, in one hand, it's a lot of Douglases, but... Eh. It's very unfun sleaze. Yeah. And it's also like, there's just... Unpleasant sleaze. The way, it, the way it's put together is so mm-hmm. like, are you even trying to make a sleazy movie? Yeah. I know Abel Ferreira can do that, because right. he has and will Should watch his again. time travel porn. I'll give it, <laughs> I'll give it, uh, I'm still going to give it four Douglases. Wow. Sure. Okay. It's... It's pretty. A lot of nudity. It is. It is. And I mean, there's some gross stuff. It's got a gun. He's like gunned her head, and he's like, she's like naked, and he's like chasing her around and raping her with a gun and making her, forcing her to sign papers and stuff. It's pretty fucked up. Naked 50 year old fat guy. It's pretty fucked up. And, uh, can't wait. I'll give it, uh, two out of two shriveled up shower dicks. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. I'm going to give it one Judd. I'm going to give it. Three and a half Douglases for the same reasons that Spencer mentioned, but also for the behind the scenes garbage that uh, made uh, Kelly McGillis yeah, quit yeah. the business. Yeah. Uh, you know, she, she was great. Don't. Poor Kelly McGillis. Poor Kelly McGillis. I feel bad. Like I, Absolutely. She, she is great and stuff. I think she's bad in this. I think they, had they ended this, had they cut this movie the way they wanted to, it still would be a bad movie. Sure. And but clearly like, she didn't want to be there. Regardless of any of that, Kelly McGillis doesn't, did not deserve, did not to, be deserve to be treated like, like a piece of shit. That yeah. movie's worth like Peter Weller deserved a, to be treated like a piece of shit, like apparently. Quit yeah. the fucking yeah. business. Yeah. yeah. No. Not, not up for that. Don't want to hear about that. Uh, and I'm going to give it 10 out of 10 cameras that weren't rolling while the fucking explosion went off. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Unforgivable. Yeah. Unfucking believable. Jeez. Uh, I'm giving it. I'm giving it a half a Judd. Uh, I think this might wow, be my least nice. favorite movie that we've that we've done. You I said, mean, you, it's, you, it's said close. you almost stopped watching it. I I came very close to yeah. just not finishing it because we we put it in for a half hour at work and then the I was like, thing, we, we're gonna stop this, right? I'll do this on my own. Uh, and then I I, ba- I barely I basically like forced myself <laughs> to watch it last night. And it does get slightly better than it is when it starts, but it's just a, a, I mean, a it's, bad it's, movie. It's, it's literally unpleasant. the last 15 minutes are like a movie. But mm-hmm. even before that, it's, it's like boring. And then it's unpleasant, like this stuff with Kelly McGillis mm-hmm. and the yeah, gun yeah, yeah. and all that. And you're just like, first I, I wasn't feeling anything, and now I'm feeling like I'm, I feel bad. Yeah. So great, <laughs> it got worse somehow. <laughs> I really don't like this movie. It's hard to make it through it. Uh, it is four Douglases. It's sleazy as hell. I mean, it actually is sleazy because it like a woman yeah. a woman who was involved in it who didn't like what was being done to her yeah. in the making of it. Yeah. it was, the cameras are rolling full body suit. Yeah, it's fucking trash. A birthday suit, I mean. Uh-huh. Uh full body suit works. Body <laughs> suits. We're all wearing our body suits. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not wearing mine. Oh my. And I'm no. gonna, and I'm gonna give it one just like sink to the bottom of the pool and propel yourself over <laughs> or walk to the one fucking figure out how to not to die in one a pool underground marine. Pool. Yeah. For fuck's sake. He is like a marine. He's a marine. Too. He's a marine. Unbelievable. Uh, the word marine comes from water, I think. Right? Christ. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going with one Judd. Uh, I I do like I do like the last part with the, that whole sequence with the with Durning like was like a little joy for me because it was like oh there's a movie in here and Charles Durning at least is fun to watch. Um, and it was like a well, it was fucked up, but it was like okay yeah here's a, here's a movie all of a sudden for a second. Um, and then yeah four. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go three and a half Douglases because I don't think that like what ended up on screen is. It just didn't like it. It does make you feel gross, but it's also just like ugh. at that point, it was so bored with the movie that I was like, mm-hmm. oh, "Fucking whatever." And uh, one, uh, one pissing Budweiser can, <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. piss bud. All right, we, All right, did we it. survived. We survived. Ooh. And 
yeah, a pretty uh, a pretty fun announcement to make here at the end of the podcast because it is our the next is episode our 25th will be our episode 25th, next twenty fifth episode. It is our one year anniversary. Is it really our one year anniversary? Basically, yeah, I guess close it is. En- yeah, twenty five episodes every two weeks. Yeah. It's close enough, <laughs> which <laughs> means we're finally doing three Juds. We're doing yeah! three Juds. We're gonna do Double Jeopardy, yeah. Kiss the Girls, and Twisted. Yeah, exactly. Three Twisted. fucking Juds. Yeah, it's uh, 2004, I think, Philip Kaufman. It's fucking amazingly bad. I yeah, watched it last like week. It's like Sam Jackson, Ashley Judd, uh, who else Andy, is Garcia, Andy Garcia, Titus Welliver, Mark Pellegrino. So Jacob and the man in black from Lost have like uh, a have like an argument in this movie, which uh, is pretty funny. Me- Twisted. Yeah. Music by, yeah. uh, by Philip Glass. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, true. Anyway, that's next episode. Uh, thanks to our guest Spencer Hoyt for coming. Thanks, hey, Spencer. Yeah, you got thanks a, for having me. You got, you got a radio show. You oh yeah, uh, you can listen to my radio show. It's called Rock and Pneumonia. You can actually hear it in this neighborhood. It's a limited, uh, low-power radio station. You can also hear it online. Uh, the station's KBFG. dot org. But you can find episodes on Mixcloud. Look for Rock and Pneumonia. And I'm uh, the Rev on it, Reverend Pneumonia. Look for either one of those. You should find me. Nice. And if you want to get married, he can do it too. Uh, yeah, I got a horrible success rate, but <laughs> I work cheap. So <laughs> there you have it. Radical. Uh, and uh, go to our spread shirt shop and buy some shirts. Buy some swag like yeah, Spencer has. Some oh, swag. you can't look at it, but Spencer you is, can hear it. Spencer is wearing the four and a half Douglas. I think you're the only one who's bought the four and a yeah. half Douglas shirt, but I'm so happy. Yeah. Just because I kind of was like, will anybody buy this? And Spencer did, and I love it. Yeah. Need to buy and, uh, I need to buy some more shirts I'm, from there I'm anyway. excited. I'm excited to see it uh, being worn around. So, yeah, yep, uh, and yep. under a Hawaiian shirt of all yep. things. So rate us, great. review us on iTunes. Let's see if we can get to 50 uh, ratings before we get to the year anniversary. That would be great. Let's do it. Subscribe and Subscribe. Uh, share too. I mean, if you like the podcast, uh, share it around. You tell know, people that, about uh, it. Tell people about it. You know, get find it, us put, on Twitter. Suspense kills. Twitter's Twitter. We're on Instagram. All that shit. Um, oh, and, and uh, I forgot my oh, yeah. dumb joke. I do because I'm I'm a long time listener, first time yeah. guest. <laughs> but I like to pretend it's called Spence. Is killing oh, us, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm gonna. I got another announcement. I'm gonna murder you, motherfuckers, right now. Just kidding. I want to keep note. listening to it. And on that note, uh, until next time, the suspense is killing us. Bye. Or suspense is killing us. Yeah. Suspense, suspense is killing, killing us. us. Bye. <laughs>